And welcome to uh, oh my throat! Did I just lose my voice? Cha 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 changes. <laughs> you, were, you were yelling at me about being racist, and now look what happened. That's why right. Ethan Dog was calling me racist and all these other names. I was like, please don't do that to me. I'll be canceled. <laughs> uh, we'll get more into that in a little bit. <laughs> Actually, he wasn't. But uh, all right. Uh, so uh, in this live stream formatted podcast, we discuss tabletop role playing games and talk about this weirdo hobby that we've enjoyed for a long time that is trying to become mainstream. And God dang it. No, you don't get to be mainstream. This is for weirdos. Sort of. I am John Maxley Auschlo. Your favorite weirdo, most cherished strange guy, mudgeon critic, judge, executioner. I will dig up your body and judge it a second time with holy water and then piss on it at the same time because I judge that deeply. And along with me is the less urinating Ethan Dog. And how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. I'm glad I'm less less urinating. My prostate <laughs> must be in better condition. Maybe. Oh God, I don't oh, like that. God, dude. no. What is that? There we go. Right. Tone that down. Tone it down. Yeah, bring it, bring it back. Bring it back. All right. So uh let's start off with with uh with what's been going on with me this week. All right. I'm gonna start with yesterday because uh -oh. on uh as many of you know, on Thursdays and Saturdays, uh four of us who are attached to Legion of Myth stream uh Gunfire Reborn. And Thursday was a shit show. It was awful. It was a disaster. We quit after an hour because the it was we were just hitting brick wall after brick wall. We weren't getting anywhere. It was it was And this is in Gunfire Reborn. Yes. So it's just so people know what we're talking about here. Yeah. Last night we were in the zone. Nothing but net every single time. We doing the Chevy Chase thing? No, it was the ball. The ball had a home and it, it went to its home every single time. See, I, I did another golf movie in there. Yep. <laughs> every single time we, uh, for, uh, for example, the first time we beat on normal difficulty, you have to go through three levels, kill three bosses. We did it in two hours and five minutes. Wow. This time. We beat it on elite difficulty, which is four levels, four bosses. We did it in two hours and 10 minutes. Whole extra level only had us go for five more minutes. That's how in the zone we were. Was it? So All my question is, and point. this isn't a cheap anything, but I'm just wondering, is the game that much more difficult? Because I've played games like that in the past where I'd find sometimes the harder levels for me 
were easier because they kept me going. There was no downtime. I just had to react or I just had to, I had to keep playing the game, so to speak, vice, have it anything that could distract me where sometimes the easier levels would be more difficult because, you know, squirrel, you know. Actually, no, uh, in the elite difficulty, uh, they, they put, they put out uh, random traps in, in every room. So you have to have more situational awareness. So you have to use your brain more to be aware of where you're standing and where you're moving rather than just uh, because of the enemies, but because you could run into a random trap in the room. So violence solves everything says you're cheating. Dual wielding miniguns with spores cheating. It is OP. I didn't realize it until last night. What the, okay. I have, I have to, I have to explain this. Uh, what, what I loved was, was dual wielding miniguns. You know, I, it yeah. made You've me been doing feel it for like a while. Predator, you know, like like I was I was I was J Jesse Ventura in Predator with too many guns. That's awesome, right? But do you have time to bleed? No, no, I got zero Fs for bleeding. Now, <laughs> what I what I did was I would I would wait for the special Gemini effect to where it combines both magazines together, so I get double the ammo capacity before having to reload. I thought that was the OP thing. I can shoot for longer, do more damage for longer before having to reload. And then I decided, yeah, I'll try something else. I tried the spore thing. The spore effect is if you have one gun with a spore effect and another gun with the same effect, they synergize. So if you shoot someone with one gun, it applies a spore counter to them, basically. And if you switch guns that has the spore counter again, if it applies another spore counter, they take extra damage. Now, for most people, that's just meh because they have to switch weapons for that to take effect. But when I'm dual wielding, I'm hitting them with both guns at the same time, which means the spore effect automatically goes off every second. I didn't realize how OP that was until bosses started dying and mini bosses like lieutenants would just melt. All of their all of their trash mobs didn't even get a chance to spawn. They died so fast. They would just, you see their HP bar, point victory. And that was it. Nice. But the, the, the highest score before last, the highest damage score before last night was Garthon. And he had something like 18 or 20 million damage done during the game. Last night, I did 75.6 million damage. Wow. Cher says you're MVP. Violence solves everything. Still says you're cheating, I think. <laughs> hey, it's in the game. I didn't. I, I, I don't want to tell you, but I, I I will say part of it was we got lucky with the because uh uh scroll and and skill drops are random, right? So you may get something good, you may get something you like, you may get something you don't. We all got stuff that we liked. We all got stuff we're used to playing, and we all got good 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 things. I mean, uh, I I got a power that. Instead of uh, draining bullets from my magazine, it drains bullets from my backpack, which means I don't have to reload ever. I don't have to change mags. And I got a scroll that, that doubles the amount of ammo in my, in my backpack. So I had 1,500 rounds that I never had to reload. I just could keep shooting forever. And then I had a power. This is, uh, this is a, a power intrinsic to my character where I gain five ammo every second just by living. So I could I could do continuous double minigun fire for two minutes straight without having to worry about bullets or reloading. It was unbelievable.
The whole levels were just dying. Share, so I, so why isn't with, everybody using that build? I, I don't know. They should. <laughs> I mean, it's great. But Sheris was like, dude, everything's dying. I can't hit anything. Because, because Brett That's just goes great. in there. He just sit back and go, I was I there. I won. Yeah, I saw the whole thing happen. Brett just goes in. He walks right up to him and they can't hit him because they just die. They Everything just dies around him. It was freaking amazing. The game wants you to min max to hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's that's an action shooter. I mean, that's that's what they're about. Yeah. So, all right. Let's say hello to a few people here and then we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on. So Shadow and Sun made it. Good job. Hello, Crafty. Good to see you here. It's always Darthia. Balance sells everything. I already put up a couple comments for him. Hello, sir. Coffee. Good day to you as well. Claudia Palmari. Hello. Hello to you. Darthia. Did I already mention you? Well, you get a double mention then, I guess. Uh, Mar Hawkman, as always with his punch card ready to go to get stamped again. <laughs> Patrick Fitzpatrick and uh yeah. So and Sharers, oh. can't forget Sharers. What's up? No, can't forget Sharers. Another thing happened this week. Uh I think last week I told you that uh Spirit Airlines lost uh my oh, yeah. my wife and son's luggage. <laughs> well, my uh my son's luggage was delivered on Wednesday. They found it and they delivered it. My wife's was still gone. After five days, you have to start a a, a claim process to you five know, itemize days? everything. Five days. Uh, so she started the claim process on Thursday to itemize all the stuff that she had lost to get reimbursed by Spirit. Luckily, most of the stuff she took with her she bought on Amazon, so she has the Amazon receipt. She just, you know, took images of the of the order and that it was delivered and copied it you know into the into the form and uh, she finished that today and then she gets a call oh we found your bag it'll be delivered it'll be delivered today <laughs> seven days later they, they found a bag now if if you don't remember or if you weren't here last week this is what happened it's not just that two luggage two pieces of luggage got lost nobody from that plane got their luggage nobody they literally forgot to load the luggage on the aircraft there was 150 people crowded around uh, one of those little spinny baggage claim areas that never started spinning they waited till three in the morning not a single bag came out because they didn't have them that's spirit airlines and if you try to get a real person on the phone oh they have a fix for that too the, the moment you say, would you like to be transferred to an operator? You click yes. Hang up. It hangs up on you. Every time. Disconnect. 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 So you it's literally are not allowed to speak to a real person. Sheris, <laughs> oh, uh, sure, it might uh, not be a yes, stream. Yes, Sheris. Uh, I'm not saying there's no stream on Thursday or Saturday. Garthon will not be here Thursday or Saturday. Be, uh, be, because it's uh, it's Easter week and he's got a lot of stuff to do with his church in preparation for a, a pageant and special, you know, Sunday mass, stuff like that. So he's he's not going to be able to be here. And we we have discovered that every time Garthon is not here, we die horribly really quickly in Gunfire Reborn. I was going to so say, except I, for... <laughs> no, no, no. He was there last night. So, you know, he he's our, he's our little lucky charm. But... Uh, but I'm going to stream something, something. I don't know what yet. And if, if Sheriff and Mark Hawkman want to join, that'd be great. But uh, I, I will be streaming something. Um, I got an idea. Never mind. Let's move on. Uh, 
let's see. Uh, da, 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 what, what, so you got so you got your Spirit Airline thing. So, uh, let's, uh, how was your Grand Canyon trip? Oh, did we talk I, about that last week? I yeah, forget. we did. Oh, oh it was okay. amazing. I'll go watch the video. Yeah, I remember you you saying that it was better than just a hole in the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The, okay. the the Grand Canyon is not just a hole in the ground. You're like, ah, oh, it's just a big hole. No, man, it's not. See, yeah, this is what people want to see right there. Hello, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, there was a lot of raging on Thursday, yes. There was a lot of raging on Thursday. But yeah, the Grand Canyon is not just a hole. Visit it. I mean, uh, there, there, was a, there was an episode of Parks and Rec where, where Ron Swanson said there was, there, was three, there was three reasons for a man to cry, and one of them is, is seeing the I Grand Canyon two. for the first time. There was two? Oh, okay. Yeah, one I thought of them it was two. Was, it's like right. at a funeral and seeing the Grand Canyon for the first time. The Grand Canyon for the first time. He's not lying. He's not lying. It was it was moving. I didn't cry, but it was moving. It's funny. Is that actor is like the exact opposite of Ron Swanson? I want to kneecap you know. him, but I love I love well, Ron yeah, Swanson. You know, that just means he's a good actor. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and he doesn't care about the. I just don't want to say he doesn't care. He he sees it. He understands a good part when he sees it and doesn't put his politics before his activism. Right. At least in that regard. So yeah, nope, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. So this week has been uh, fumbling through this yard. Everybody trying to tell me it's funny. You know, I've told people I don't talk about it a lot because I hate physical labor. But I've I've told people you're actually you know about this because yeah. you know something happened after I was out of the air force. I've worked landscaping before, folks. Like like I know how to take care of my yard. What I don't know how to do is how to take care of it in Alabama. Apparently, because when I got this crap in here, it's loamy nonsense. I'm like, I got. It's like, is that is that dirt? All Actually, right, I, I saw the picture you put in Discord. I thought you had take, taken a picture of a fire pit. Oh, yeah. That was after the rain. When like separate, the loamy stuff kind of stayed up high. It, like, it's funny. It settled. And then this, I was like, I, I went out there and told my wife, I said, did they give us gravel? I don't remember shoveling gravel at all. And I went over there. I'm like, it's like little tiny wood chips or something. I was like, is this charcoal? What the hell is this? Yeah. So, I, I, I thought you had taken a picture of a fire pit, like at uh, the end, you know? The, yeah, the, see, the next I'm used day to Minnesota school. dirt. Where if it's where if it's dark brown, it's still not dark enough and get better stuff, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's the same. That's same here. Yeah. If, if 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 you get if you get topsoil, it is brown. It's got living stuff in it. It's, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll grow. You know what anything. they tell me here? Oh, you're talking about Walmart potter, potter soil. Like, no, no I'm man, not. I'm that's called topsoil. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I spread this crap when, when you know, I've, I've sodded yards. I've seeded yards. I've this is not. This is trail uh, railroad track dirt where I'm coming from, you know, like anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because it's really soft when it's wet. It's like quick sandy. And then as soon as it dries, like 10 seconds later, once the sun hits it dry and it's hard to water because I can't keep aerating it. Well, I can aerate. I can't keep cultivating because then the seeds won't do what seeds are supposed to do. I've got to let them right. relax. But now it's almost like the seeds are sitting on a parking lot. So, ugh. So yeah, that's been the fun of this week and just just going out there dealing with that. I'm not a yard person. I don't care to be. I just want the crap to grow. And once it starts growing and I know that I've got I fixed the patches, because you know, when you seed it, you always have little patch areas. I'll fix that up. And that's it. I'm done. Like uh so who is it? Omen Owl is like sending me like uh, you should get soil reports. Like, no, I don't care yeah. that much. You well, don't here, get uh, on, on Amazon, you 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 can buy this uh, this chemical test kit, you can go and take samples of your soil. Like, I'm like, not nope. a geological engineer, I don't need that crap. So, Come on, so man. see here, here's my science word for the week that I got somebody really angry at me about because he thought again, people who don't know me think I'm serious about everything, apparently. I was like, you know, if I wanted to know more about dirt, I'd, I would have been a geologist. Dude, <laughs> dude freaked out at me. That's not geology. What? It's like Pluto's a planet, whales are fish, and there are four <laughs> food groups. 
shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, Pluto is a planet, damn it. <laughs> uh, Plutonium, the Plutonian said so. Uh, now, the, the, there's one other thing. Oh, so, but something's happened these last two weeks, and I'm, I'm going to bring this up. This is going to, yeah, we're going to start a little segment one a little late today, but that's okay, because I don't have a big segment to. Um, and, and this is RPG Digest related and Legion Myth related. So one of the things that's happened as I've been out there working on my own, Bass has got me working, is that uh, um, yeah, I've got some time to be in my own thoughts, which is a scary place, by the way. But uh, I've been thinking about everything about, like, from my game, because, you know, I'm not staring at it, so I'm out there to, to Legion of Myth and some things I want to do. I also wasn't doing the Friday chill stream, so that was, like, I was sleeping. <laughs> I, I wanted to watch this last weekend. I was like, hey, they started streaming. Good night. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of got back on a normal sleep schedule. I have a little bit more energy. It's weird. But um, there's two things. One, about my game. I have figured out the stumbling blocks of my game. One of them is writing it. <laughs> like, like uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, as Heathen Ducks heard me say this a lot, but it's worse than I thought. Because I'm stuck on a couple of sections, as everybody knows, or most of you know, know I'm trying, I'm not trying to recreate Palladium, but I'm using it as a framework or as a starting point for my game. So I'm always trying to keep things without too much scope creep of, you know, somewhat there. I, I've learned that I, with outside of the Palladium system itself, I hate the Palladium skill system. Not the rolling percentile dice, that makes sense to me. I hate the skills themselves. Some are very broad some are so specific that if you're not this exact one type of you know occ or class and i'm trying to reconcile that but it, but it's good because now that i understand that i'm just going to rework the skills from ground up and i haven't talked to heathen dog about this but i'm going to enlist his help on on some of that because it's going to be because what here's what i think happened i think kevin said huh i don't like the character classes in DD." I think Paladin should have this. Let me write down a skill list. I think, you know, Longbowman should have this. Let me write down a skill list. Well, a couple of these overlap. So let's just make that skill a little bit more broad so that everybody can take that one. But this belongs specifically to the, the fighter. This belongs specifically to the mage. And the skill list just kept growing based on the OCCs he created. I can't confirm that. I don't know that. But just reading through them, that really seems like how it was done. Like, okay, I want this character class to be able to do these five things. Let me write those skills down, what those skills do. I want this character class to be do, do these five things. Well, that's funny. These two match up, so we'll just incorporate that a little bit together. That's why some are really specific and some are really broad. I don't like that. So uh, I've been looking more at Chaosium-type games as far as skill systems go. However, there are some specifics that I want to retain, and, and I'm not going to talk about that here. Anyway, I've realized that. So what has been tripping me up is the skill system. Even though I've been complaining about this and that and, and so forth. No, no, no. It, every time it, it was related to the skill system. So now that I got that understanding, man, I haven't been writing, writing, but I've been writing, writing notes. I've got like 14 pages of notes I'm ready to type up. Nice. As I've just been kind of jotting on the side, I, uh, you know, how I've uh, reworked in combat, a critical hit chart, blah, blah, blah. Just things that, that I needed to start throwing into the game. I've converted the entire skill system, not system, skill list, weapon proficiencies and hand-to-hand -hand into an Excel spreadsheet that I'm actually going to send to people like him to look over at some point. It's an Excel spreadsheet, so I can copy and paste it easier. It was easier than editing what I had on there. It's not 100% finished yet because I was working, but, but you get the idea. So it gave me a lot of opportunity to think about my game. So yay. Um, and at one point, I was thinking, like, maybe I just won't do this anymore because I really want to play. I want to play in a freaking game. Now that COVID's 
not gone, but you know, people aren't caring. I, I want to find a, a place to play, but I've said I wouldn't do that until my game's done. All right, now on the Legion of Mist side, um, I, I, <laughs> I haven't answered YouTube comments in like three weeks, four weeks. I've got, I've got to fix that. Um, I want to, I got to get some more direct to video stuff. That that's the biggest thing for me is like I've I've stopped doing that because I always had the excuse of like I got to work on my book I've got to do this I've got to do these other things I want to get some more direct to video stuff and I'm kind of talking with Heath and Dog a little bit about that but we haven't had a, a deeper conversation to find out what's up but I want to get to more direct to video stuff so it's not just the live streaming so that there's content for everybody out there and I mean that we have the chat Friday Friday chill stream to sit back curse talk you know whatever about you know hobbyish type stuff. We have RPG Digest where we got, you know, we go over a game. We're doing a lot of read-throughs now. I've had some people complain about the read-throughs. Well, are you, that yes, we're going to keep doing the read-throughs, at least of the Palladium stuff. Uh, maybe something else later. Mostly it's like, you know, if I wanted to read through the book, I'd buy the book myself. Well, that's great. But Palladium's one of those games that's been out there and has a lot of misconceptions. Hell, we even had some misconceptions yeah. that people corrected us in comments after reading it. So. Which is which is great because we completely missed that uh, the uh, the stat thing where you if you get an exceptional stat you roll a d six if you get a six you get to roll again. I I went and looked back that is not in the original Mechanoids but it is in Palladium Fantasy and it is in Heroes in in Heroes Unlimited. It's in second we, edition, we, not in first edition. edition, not first second edition, but, and we missed it. Just yep. completely flubbed that one. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm just happy that when I made my character. I didn't roll a six on the exceptional thing, so I didn't make that mistake in the in the, in the character creation, which was good because I already fact, made enough mistakes in that. I'm not trying to segue yet because I want I want to finish up my thought, but uh, some of the things about bionics are just like the aliens. There's less in here, and there's one big feature that we're going to talk about today in the bionics that isn't even in the Heroes Unlimited thing, and it has to do with cybernetics. So that's not even. I, we're, we'll talk a little bit about the riftifying of the game. Is it better? Is it worse? We said for aliens it was better. Is it better for bionics? We don't know. But anyway, um, I want to get some more directed video stuff. So that means we have kind of a segmented live stream on Sunday. We have a free forum. Just sit back and chill on Friday. And then something more tutorial, informational, Heathen Dog's favorite slides, whatever, oriented You know, in, in the middle of the week. That That's my goal. I've just got to figure out how to do that. And yes, I'm bad at social media. I had a bunch of people on Facebook yelling at me like, you're never here. You're right. I got no other answer to that. You're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. If you want to talk to me, Discord. And even that, the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of hit and miss there. So uh, there you go. That That's kind of the rundown of the things that I've been thinking about while, while raking and sanding and aerating and seeding and, and uh, uh, graveling and I don't know what the hell else I'm doing out there. Everything but compacting, apparently. So uh, Oh, oh, there's, an, there's one more thing. You, you, had, you had tax issues right yeah yeah issues where you know there was there was miscommunication between you your your, your federal your government sent the wrong and, information and the right yes well for the for the last 15 years ever since i've been married uh i i me and my wife have claimed nine dependents on our work forms because you claim as, as many as many yeah, w4 doesn't on matter your, on your w2 or w4 whichever one it is when w4. you w4 when, when you start but you can't lie on the actual tax form and what that does is they they take out less taxes every week or two weeks whenever you get paid and then you end up owing money at the end of the year and i'm fine with that because i don't want to give the government a loan of my money and then get it back where they got 
interest on it, I can I can get interest on it. So every year we would owe, you know, two, four, six hundred dollars. That'd be fine. I'd pay it, whatever. This year I just did my taxes two days ago. No, three three days ago. And the reason being is because I kept getting tax forms up until the middle of March. I'm like, I don't want to have to do an amendment. So I'm going to wait. wait why, why were you, who was late? Because uh, I had one company that was late for some investments. Yeah. Uh, first for a dividend. And I got a big apology letter from them. And they're in the middle of February. Because I mean, there comes a point where they get fined. If, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you report them, they get fined. Uh, one of them was uh, the lending club. And the other was, uh, shit. what was it? It was one of my mutual fund accounts. Yeah. That for me is one of my mutual fund accounts. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, that one came in the middle of March. So I'm like, I'm going to wow. wait on, until April, you know, just in case something else comes up because I don't want to do taxes and then have to do an amendment. Yep. I don't want to do it. So I waited, I waited, I waited. I hadn't got anything in three weeks. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I do it. I put all of my crypto stuff in there because the IRS told me they're they're clamping down on that. Yeah, they can fuck off. I didn't claim anything crypto. Okay, I put all my crypto junk in there. I put all of my uh, 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 my micro loan transactions, all the money I made from that, put in there. You know, all of the, all of uh, do, 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 you know, all of my accounts that are that are taxable, not not the Roth IRA, not the Roth IRAs or IRAs or you know all the exempted stuff. You know, the, uh, my, my son's school fund is exempted. So you know, I didn't put that. And then I hit, okay, what do I get? $7,000 back. I'm like, <laughs> wow. What, what, what'd you do wrong? I'm like, back, 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 back. No, I'm checking everything again. I checked everything three times. How did you do that? Claiming nine. Well, no, I, I'm not working anymore. It's just her claiming nine. I know, but, but I mean, still. I, I, if I claim more than three, I'm paying. Yeah, that that's exactly what we were doing every year. We were paying, but this year, no. Now I went back, uh, and there there was there were three economic stimulus checks because of COVID. Yep, that's actually where my tax forms went wrong. Right, the first one and the second one were tax exempt. Mm -hmm. I I I looked and I see those in my bank account. The third one is not tax exempt. I didn't get it. I mm -hmm. looked through my bank records from February to June of last year when it was supposed to hit, nothing hit. I didn't get a letter for it. I didn't get a, a tax form for it. Nothing. Right. It's, it, I, I was, uh, technically we were, we were approved for it, but if you remember, they rejiggered right before the third one went out. Yep. I didn't get it. And neither did I. That's where that $34 I was telling you about came from. Yeah. That would have been my so, taxable event on it. There you go. So maybe that was it because that was $2,400 a person. Maybe that is something to do with why I got 7,000 back. So I, I, I do through TurboTax. So I said, uh, I'm going to buy audit protection this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's $125. It's worth it. <laughs> hey, you know, out of 7,000, you can. <laughs> exactly. The audit protection is mine. I'm getting it. You know, we are, the, but right. with the state, uh, 460 bucks, we owe them, which is normal. We almost always owe state no matter what. So that's fine. I don't care. But 
seven grand back from the federal government, no audit protection. You know, I triple checked it. Everything was right. I everything I claimed, I claimed. Even uh, if if you claim three hundred dollars or, or or less of charitable donations, you don't need receipts. Right. Uh, is it three hundred? Used to be four hundred. Yeah. Now it's three hundred now. Damn. I claimed I claimed three hundred, and I have the receipts for them. I even have those receipts. So. Right. I just hope, I just hope no audit happens, but I don't, I'm not worried about the seven grand. Like we're going to hold the seven grand until we audit you. Well, that's fine. You can have so, it. Because I did all the overseas stuff. I was like, I'm not doing my own taxes this year. So the company I worked through paid me the $34 that I owe the federal government. Oh, here you go. Just, uh, it cut me a check. So I have the check sitting on my counter right now saying, uh, so I had to pay the government, but it paid me because they did my taxes. So. Okay. All right, um, let's get back into let's get into gaming stuff now. All right, oh, I start a whole bunch of stuff for you. Oh, di oh did you? Oh, yeah. Uh, starting with Crafty. Uh, did you catch drunk? No, I have not. I have not gone back. I have not watched either the two gatekeepers or the table breakers or uh, there's a couple other streams that uh, that I wanted to watch. I haven't catched caught any DM James. I haven't yesterday was the first day i started watching videos again and i'm backlogged um yeah i'll just say it. so no i did not watch drunk uh but i i keep getting told about it i do so apparently somebody's calling me out again i'm not going to get into that here i'm going to talk to biggest geekus about that but apparently somebody's calling me out again and got into a little flame war with biggest geekus i i need to find the truth of that so uh so yes i i did see that comment that the, the Almost every skill system in every game works. I don't think I've found one that just doesn't work. Even D&D, &D, where there isn't a skill system. You just do what you want. Um, I'm talking like basic D&D &D before non-weapon efficiencies. Yeah. Uh, they, they all work. I'm trying to find one that stays within the spirit of Palladium still, because that is my background. Although I've changed so much now. I haven't told Heathen Dog the biggest change because I'm not telling anybody the biggest change. He's going to kill me once he finds out what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to keep the same type of skills there. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it from a focus of, hey, these are OCCs. What should this OCC have for a skill? I want to be a rifleman OCC. I want to be a bounty hunter OCC. I want to be, you know, uh, um, you know, a space quantum theorist OCC. What are the skills that are associated with that? And kind of build the skill list off that, starting with the groundwork of the base skills that, uh, that Palladium has. And if one class has an OCC skill and it's just that one class, then guess what? Then that will then that'll be a, a class defining skill, you know, of some sort. So I'm trying to stay away from that. I wanted to use the education system more, like what we're going to be talking about in a moment mm -hmm. with Heroes Unlimited. But I'm finding that that's not as simple as, uh, again, with this skill being very tightly focused and this one being very broadly focused, it, it, I don't want to call it balance. It's hard to find, like, like art skills. The fuck is the point? Why do I need to write 59 different art skills? Just take art and define it. I paint. Oh, I draw. Oh, I dance. Great. You're all just, you know, like, I don't want to have definitions for this is sculpting. This is pottery. This is, this is, uh, Basket voice weaving. animation. You, you know, it's what? Basket, Basket yeah. Yeah, I, I, no, that's dumb. Just art and then pick, you know, I play musical instruments. Great. 
you play a musical instrument. I don't think that has to be an individual skill for each one of them. Just art, colon, and what it needs to be. So I'm, I'm going to do some stuff like that. I'm still debating on physical skills. I know violence solves everything, doesn't like physical skills. I'm still debating how I'm going to handle that. I don't want to give a plus just for an OCC because I don't want somebody, well, all soldiers, because they went through basic training, they now get to plus two strength. That's not true. I lost, you know, actually, I gained strength, but I, actually, I lost yeah, I, conditioning. I gained strength, too. Yeah. I, 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 gained, I gained strength, I gained but I lost conditioning. Yeah, I, I gained 10 pounds in muscle uh, from basic training. Right. So I, I'm going to have to go with that. But in, instead of having it be an OCC ability, you you can just you can just have it have the the physical skill list like these are the skills you get for being a soldier and one of them is is athletics and bodybuilding i mean because that, that's what it was for me i gained 10 pounds in muscle and and i gained a whole lot of cardio and and uh i i, I gained a whole yeah, lot of uh, stamina. somebody with that comes in there with like a 20 strength to now get two more to it because that person you know is actually going to lose strength in basic training I know a lot well, of it people. depends on the uh, for the Air Force base training. Yeah, okay. Marines, they're in there for 13 weeks. So I don't know. Maybe he maybe he'll get some conditioning. Conditioning's different than strength. That, so but but and I, I now I don't want to nuance it that much, but basically my point is I don't want it to just be like just because you're a soldier, you get plus two strength or whatever it is. I want it to be a character choice. So it's got to be a skill or something of some sort. Um, my plan so far, no, I'm not gonna say what it is. So all right, let's okay. let's move on. We actually have we're we're a half hour in. Let's talk about what we're really here for. Go through some proclivities and uh, you can answer chat while I'm doing that. Um I changed up one slide. So remember, uh, hashtag uh, RP gate. What's hang that? On. Bruce, I think it was Rifter nine and a half. Nine and a half, yes. Nine and a half. That 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 did the the joke April Fool's Giga yep. Damage thing. That's the only Rifter I own. <laughs> Escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, organic diversity from natural inclusion. I'm st I'm glad to see more and more videos of people popping up, bigger YouTube channels pop up saying, um, instead of just arguing the what crowd about you know, uh, you know, orcs, drow, whatever. They're actually calling out the woke crowd saying, if you see an orc as a black person, you're the racist. I'm glad to see more and more larger channels doing that. I'm gonna pat ourselves on the back for that one. <laughs> Check out the our website, Discord, locals Redbubble. Well, Redbubble, you can buy your stuff on Redbubble. Uh I, I sold something on T Public. I completely forgot I had stuff there. I don't I don't know what's on T Public. I, I forgot that I made a T Public account, but when I was still in Germany, and I guess I sell some of these stuff, but I made two dollars in T Public, so thank you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, that's a Red Bubble story. You can buy our merch. I'm debating whether to put some more stuff up there. It just takes time. I don't have time. Time is my biggest problem right now in life. Um, and you can watch us on Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, and if you want to donate to us, as Crafty uh, updated his membership earlier, said. Have you tithe? Oh, we're not gonna have the priors of Gygax. We have the priors of myth. There we go. Uh, and and uh, what? Hallowed is the myth. The, I don't know. The gatekeeper's covenant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that 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 that, so, that sounds both holy and scary. I find words like testament sound really religious and cultish. Yeah, we are, we we are we are the the mythological we are the testament of myth. I don't know. Is there a band called Testament? Oh yeah, there was. Um, yep. Hey, look at this! Got a funky new slide. 
Ooh. Look at that. Nice. This is our entire stream schedule throughout the week. So we are streaming right now. Today is Sunday. So you can see that we stream at 1 p.m. Central Time on youtube.com slash c slash legion of slash live. You can skip the last slash live part if you want to click an extra step. That's fine. Heathen Dog streams on those purple ones because he's a weird purple person. Uh, yeah. And uh, he streams on Thursdays and Saturdays. And now we have the times up there because I always forget those times. I think I've asked him like every... <laughs> and every time I tell you, you could just you could just search search Discord and yeah. you'll be able to find my 18 answers. <laughs> 18, it's only 18? I'm sure it's more. <laughs> I, I was just guessing. And uh, Sh Shadow and Sun, uh, many of your players like running orcs and half orcs. Well, many of your players like running monsters and victims of, of, of uh, forced copulation. I'm sorry. You, 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 you may want to have some of your players go to therapy. To me, it depends on the game. Playing an orc and earth dawn makes sense because it yep. follows a whole different uh, background, I guess you'd say. If you homebrew orcs, um, my problem with playing an orc now, that's something like five years ago, I'd have been like, oh, you played an orc. That's, that's pretty cool because I know the people that I hang around would treat that well. And what I mean by that, that orc would be abused. That orc would be shunned. That orc would be, unless it's a pure monster campaign. Nowadays, it's just like, I want to play ugly and against type. I want to play against type. Oh my God. It's about playing against type. And the, and people who just play against type can fuck off a bridge with Dan. Yes. I said oh. it for you. Good job. Hey, <laughs> I want to thank all of our monetary backers, subscribers, cheers, our members. We got a updated membership today. Thank you very much. You can back us on locals. You can tip us on stream labs and you can donate directly during PayPal. Why do we say that multiple times? Because it, to me, it's important to, that you know, that you get better bang for your buck if you go through Streamlabs or PayPal than if you're doing the super chatting or bits. Bits, we get 50% of it. Uh, super chats, we get, well, it depends if you do it through an Apple hippie or not, um, but we get 70% uh, of it. But through Streamlabs and PayPal, we get, uh, well, PayPal's the best by far. I think you pay like 27 cents or something. So the rest of it gets to us. And we can do books for giveaways and I don't know what else. What else do we do with the money? I pay Heathen Dog to, you know, be my friend. That's yep. always there. And it works. Yeah. He, he likes money. Yep. But but Heathen Dog, don't you feel like a prostitute? Yeah, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, Edit right. that out. Is Edit that, that out. That, no. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. But don't worry, it won't be in the segment one part because I'm going to start that now. Okay. So what are we going to talk today about in segment one? Segment one is uh, it's all about bionics. And this is going to be very similar to last week's episode on aliens, where it's going to be somewhat quick because there isn't a lot of meat. But man, is there are there a lot of options? And we're going to talk about those options in second edition. Holy crap. Second edition just added options galore compared to my lovely first edition book. Always remember, RPG Digest is a live stream podcast discussion. We're not a concise step-by-step -step tutorial. If you want Heathen Dog slides, you put it in the comments, and maybe we can badger him into making some more slides for something. Yep. And, of course, we may deviate off-topic and go on tangent. So please enjoy. Now let me get this set up. Right. Here. Now, while he's getting this set up, I'm going to tell you, Bionics, out of all the power categories, in my opinion, is number one with customizability. Because it... It allows you to choose what powers you want. There's very little in the way of forced or even strongly suggested random roles. You don't think robotics you is more diverse? Choose. 
you, you get to pick and choose what powers you want because I want to have a bionic arm with a laser in it. You can get a bionic arm with a laser in it. Now you have, you have, you have a robotic strength in your arm and you have uh, an energy blast comes out of your arm. That's two powers. As long right as you there. have the money. As long as you have, that is the only real Oops. role. Oh, That's oh. The, oh, okay. That was weird. Dimension there for that a isn't second. the one I clicked. Try that again. There we go. How was that? The first day on the internet. I do not like how this picture is broken at a two in the second edition book. It's yeah, weird. I know. I know. They 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 wanted to make it a, a full page spread like it's in Playboy. I mean, come on, don't do that. That's dumb. But uh, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and start us off. Okay. Uh, bionics must not be confused with robotics, and we, it, they they will clarify that even more later on. Robotics are machines, although it may have an artificial intelligence or even a transferred human intelligence. A robot is not alive. It's just a machine. But bionics, in comparison, you have three main categories. Cybernetically augmented, which means you're around 50% human and 50% machine parts. Uh, cybernetic conversion, which is you have a brain and organs, but all of your limbs and your spine and your rib cage and most of uh, all, the, all your other stuff is now machine. And transplanted brain now, now just for clarification this book the revised edition does not have the cybernetic portion in. okay that's a, this one's just bionics okay so you can transplant your brain into a fully machine body but you're not a robot because you still have a human squishy brain that's that's the deal High technology makes it possible to create a replacement limbs that far exceed the capabilities of ordinary robot, ordinary parts. Super strength, energy blasters, secret compartments, optics, and sensors, blah, blah, blah. Don't worry, we're going to get into all that in a second. Another important factor in bionic research is the individual who would volunteer for such experimentation and augmentation. Any surgery is painful. Bionic surgery is extremely complex, painful, and traumatic. Remember, we're talking about the removal of human body parts and replacing them with mechanical ones. Few completely physically healthy volunteers are accepted, and all applicants undergo intensive psychoanalysis and preparation. This is no joke. This is you're you're going to be fundamentally different. I mean, in 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 the real world, I'm sure f roughly fifty percent of the people who get some kind of cybernetic augmentation would go would go through some kind of body dysphoria. Because they now believe that they're not themselves or the arm isn't theirs. Well, I mean, I, I, I equate it to the people who like are amputees and yeah, the, yeah. some are appreciative of it, but the, you know, every one of them to last says it's not the same. Right. And now we're, we're, we're getting into the, the magical and spiritual effects of uh, bionic and cybernetic implants in the important note. The inclusion of non-organic components to the human body disrupts its normal energies. Because of this, characters with any supernatural, magical, or superhuman abilities are severely limited in the number of bionic or cybernetic implants they can have without adverse effect. Now, uh, in during game, if you are an experiment, a mutant, uh, a magician, or whatever, you can buy cybernetic implants. You can buy them in-game, after character creation. but if you get too many, you lose access to your special abilities. For example, mystics. 
or supernatural beings will have their PPE, all spell effects, damage, range, duration cut in half for each additional implant beyond, uh, what did it say? Three, one limb and three small systems or organs. Any more than that, your PPE, your damage, your effects, your whatever, everything for spells and, and uh, superpowers are halved. Half. Psychics lose half their ISP range, duration, and damage for all psi powers for each implant or bionic body part beyond the initial, you know, three. So four and more, they lose half. Super beings lose one melee attack and the range damage and effects duration of all abilities are reduced by half for each additional implant beyond four. So yes, you can get, anyone can get bionic and cybernetic implants, but if you're from another power category, you're going to suffer because it's not meant for you. And I'm, I'm looking real quickly, but I don't think this is in the original version. Maxing bastards. Yeah, the, this isn't in the original. That's yeah, the, because they because uh, they found out that you know you start off as as a as a mutant or or a magician, and then you get cybernetic implants, and mm -hmm. all of your weaknesses are now covered, and you're you're god tier now. No, I, I agree with that because I'm, I'm firmly, especially in Heroes Unlimited, where you have these power categories, you're picking, I am an alien, I am an experiment, yeah. I am hardware, know your role, stick within your role, don't try yeah. to, don't, don't try to game it where it's like, okay, if I pick this and then add this on later, eh, a good game master should just say no, but yeah. it's hard to say no when it comes to bionics because, yeah. wait a minute, so, so Joe over there can get bionics, but for some odd reason, I can't, I, mean, yeah. I can is, afford it. Is my money not as green as his money? I mean, come right. on. I mean, uh, what, what's, what's wrong with my money? Because all it takes is money. That's it. You get more and money in that, second that edition, I see. <laughs> yeah. And that brings us to the bionic construction budget. This is the only role here that actually matters. Now, everything else is the same. The education and skills, you roll just like anybody else. Your level of education is random. Uh, and your your uh, your stats. Now, here's well, the thing about the stats. That's a juggling this, act right there. This is the big difference. Physical skills do not count as much with cybernetically or bionically enhanced characters. Because no matter how much weightlifting you did before you got your artificial arm, your artificial arm does not get stronger because you work out. Now you still roll. You still roll the the original yes. eight attributes because yes, you, you might not. Yep. You, you might not it. replace your arms. You might not replace your arms. But if if you if you use uh your strength as a dump stat, and you want to be you want to be a bionic power category, you can just buy up arms and legs and 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 torso re reconstruction and buy up your your physical strength and physical prowess you can do that instead of getting the the bodybuilding and the athletics and stuff like that you'll get this it's actually not that expensive to no. raise it up either i i'd have done them unless second edition changes it i would have done the money differently um instead of just what well we'll show the money in a moment but just an, instead of a static number for increase i would actually have had it every step higher than the previous one before it like to use like a fibonacci sequence or something so it actually becomes really expensive to buy yeah, so a 24 you go you, you get a you get a, a kind of diminishing return yeah 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 i get it i get it and then then it brings us to the budget this is the most important role for Ooh, a dice there you go. Go ahead and roll roll your D100. My Hyperborea dice. 
Okay. Stay on the table. Oh my god, I got a thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. All right, so you get seven million bucks. Seven million dollar man. Least amount of money you can get. All right, and you're you know what? You're still very playable. Very playable. The reason being is you get you get the choice of building your own or choosing from three predetermined uh frameworks. Oh, there are now, frameworks we, now? There are frameworks now. We're we're gonna oh. skip a little bit. We're gonna go to uh, the cyborg conversion <laughs> option right there. I'm just gonna watch her. You can watch her all you want. There, there are <laughs> there are three cyborg conversion options. If you choose these options, you will you must take the augmentations inside these frameworks, and you use all your money doing it. Is if you rolled minimum, just like you did, all of these you you will be saving money. Because I, I believe that uh, actually no, uh, this one costs six point eight million dollars. The 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 partial constructed cyborg costs six point eight million. I still have point two to two hundred thousand dollars to yeah. just to put around the where full I want. Conversion cyborg costs seven point five million, and the brain sure. transplant cyborg costs nine point five million. But the rule is, if you choose a conversion option, even if you don't have enough money, it just drains your money to zero, and you get that whole package. Now, it does say that the brain transplant option is subject to game master approval. Yeah, but what's the difference between that? And so so what I would want to do, and I have not done this, but I would want to at some point actually look at the costs of everything and see if you're getting like a package deal like, oh, yeah, this costs $500,000 less because I took the package deal. Uh, Vice doing your own. Because all you'd have to say is like, I rolled $10 million. How can you say no? I'll just build that. You know, like I'll just do the same thing on my own. Actually, there there is no way to to get the brain transplant cyborg through piecemeal, even if you rolled max money. But okay. with the with the with the full conversion cyborg, if you roll max money, you can get this. Yes, you can get this. But uh, we we'll, we're going to come back to that. We're going to circle back. But I want to tell you that even if even if you rolled minimum, just like you did, and, and you go through and you try and build your character, but you come up short with what you want, you can forsake that money and go one of, one of these three uh, package options. All right. So All right, well, we're, before, we're, we're before we back. get there, let, let's let's hit these. Uh, uh, we're going to we should roll for the rest of this as well. Yeah. B building a cyborg. OK, step four. Building step four? It, that's, okay. that's step five. Keep going. Oh. Hell's four. Oh, oh it's four is at the top. Okay. Yeah. So building a cyborg. Okay. Now that you have your budget, seven million, mm -hmm. it's time to build your character. To do this, flip to the bionic component section a page or two down and buy the desired items. However, first decide on which body parts are being replaced with synthetic ones. And second, buy the most important and basic item first, then buy the gimmicks. For example, like I want to have laser eyes. Well, hang on, bro. First, buy eyes first. You got to get eye replacement and you probably need a, a partial skull replacement to, to house the battery for that, for that laser eye. Right. So get the eye first. I want to be able to lift a car. Okay. Well then that means you got to be able, you got to be able to get both your arms replaced and you have to have spinal reconstruction to take the weight. According to first edition, that's not true. Cause I looked at that and that's one of the things that, uh, 
let's just say the 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 people who know about physiology really got deeply into it's like doesn't matter if you're if you got a 28 strength with those arms they'd fall right off your body your body can't handle it, it actually says when you buy the arms that includes yeah. everything to be able to utilize that yeah strength. It, yeah it, it, it includes that but if you want to be able to lift a car you probably want both hands both arms replaced and you uh if, if you do that you do get up uh upper body enhancements sure. and and fortifications for your I spine mean, to be fair if you lifted up a car with with your arms like that you would be flattened into a pancake because your legs would just snap however this is a game it's up to your table yeah. how to handle that i might say that you're you know you're splatted you know because you you're that arm is for arm wrestling and curling it's not for lifting up cars Another game master might say, no, you know what? This is a game. We're going to have fun. You got your arms replaced. You can pick up a car and throw it just like the Hulk. But second edition has, has a, has a rule for that. Don't worry. Okay. So uh, an option to speed up the character creation process is the cyborg conversion option, which I already talked about. Uh, Option provides bulk of bionic systems for a set price. It's great. Players make figures human or as mechanical as appearance as they want. Yes. Now, now when, when we get into the separate bionic parts, you can get obviously mechanical or stealthy mechanical, which is like, you know, looks just looks and feels just like normal and anything in between. Okay. First, we have to do a background. Step five. Following table will provide important background information about the character and organization that built him or her. Conditions for bionic reconstruction. This is about you. But before your character became bionic, this is your situation. Roll. 33. You, you lost both your legs or arms to disease or injury. Now, this means you must, you must replace both your legs or both your arms because you don't have any. Well, okay? I'm going to choose my legs. Okay. You lost both your legs in a car accident. And some organization came to you. What kind of organization? We got a role for that. Sponsoring organization. Go. An eight? 88. Yep. 88. The military. Great. You were no, no. Okay, okay, okay. You lost both your legs to an IED. You were, <laughs> you were you were Army Special Forces, but you were so good un- until you got unlucky that they still want to they, they still want to use you. And you know what? We have an experimental procedure that you might be good for, and you still want to serve your country. Yeah. You're all about the flag and the apple pie, and by God, you're gonna do it. What is your motive? for cybernetic reconstruction now for me as a game master at this point i would not roll because these first two rolls immediately point to one through 20 immediately point to to you know the military motive for cybernetic reconstruction you what you still want to serve your country and and you're and then the military well, that could is have been giving at you first. an option to do that what's that that, that could have been at first could have been at first, which is where we are. Guess what? We're in character creation. This is at first. No, no, I'd be a, but but as you know, uh, so um, motive. I might not want to do it for the military. The military is you know sponsoring it, but maybe I like you know what? Now I got these legs. I can't wait to do my twenty and get out, and then I'm gonna start my own little criminal organization. Okay, well that that's actually a, a role for later on. So just for the purposes of this, we're gonna forego this role and say it, you rolled a twenty and it's military. Current status with the sponsoring organization. Now, this creates your background. This is: Are you in good standing with with the with the military who did this to you, or did uh, did you have a disagreement? Are you pissed off about it? Go ahead and roll. 
All right. Current so status. So Darth Yeek says you roll on motive if you roll a 51 through 70. Oh. Okay. Um, I got a 21. 21. Allowed to leave after great antagonism or conflict. Not friendly, but may aid the character. Okay, so... In your backstory, I would say, yes, you were reconstructed by the military. You were put back in the field, but you were given orders to to sanction a village where there were kids and you wouldn't do it. You would not follow that that order. You you thought that order was illegal and you wouldn't do it. So they so they booted you. They, they, They gave you a general or bad conduct discharge and they booted you out. But you're you're not friendly terms with with the military but they're not after you either okay they're they're neutral they don't care about you anymore which is good because it frees you to do other things like be a hero that's fine that's great you you could have got run away and hunted that's bad you don't want that you don't want the cia after you that's bad all right other stuff hand to hand combat they're not automatic you have to select them just like any other character Attacks per melee. As with all heroes, bonded characters, you if you're breathing, you get two attacks per round. Additional attacks are through hand-to-hand combat skill. There you go. And weapons and armor. Other than those built into the cyborg, only conventional weaponry and equipment is usually available. However, if the character is in the employ of the organization that built him or on good terms with them, which we are not. Oh. Sorry, he may have access to all types of facilities and equipment. Note, a cyborg may be alien from another planet. If so, the physical bonuses for the alien race are not likely to apply because the bionic stats replace them. But spe- special high-tech weapons and alien bionics from rifts or whatever may be used. Again, the, uh, this is a riftified version of Heroes Unlimited, so rift may. stuff can be converted. May. 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 See that word may no. is very important. Game master approval. Personal money. You start off with 1d4 times $1,000 of money that's that you have in cash or easily easily you know easily, i can sell easily. my i can sell my 80 percent car <laughs> yeah and there's an 80 percent likelihood you have a car that's 1d6 years old which Ooh, is fine yes yeah. you newer than most cars chosen, but you're a hero don't be a dick sdc here we go although a cyborg is still human if only a partial cyborg, 40% or more is a human body, you get a base SDC of 30, which can be increased through physical training. Mechanical body parts, exoskeletons, and bionic body armor are artificial means of adding more SDC. The typical bionic limb has an individual SDC of 40, and each additional point of PS that is purchased adds two SDC to the limb. Now, the what you want to take away from this is partial cyborg and less. That means 40% or less of your body is machine, SDC bonuses from skills still count. If more than 40% of your body is machine, only SDC from your your, uh, components counts now because you are now more machine than man. That's a very important distinction. All right, and then we're, we're back to the to the options if you want to just have the cookie cutter thing. The partial cyborg, you get bionic hands and arms, two of them, with a with a physical strength of 19 and a physical prowess of 19. Bionic feet and legs with a physical strength of 22 and a speed of 188. 130 mile per hour running speed. <laughs> wow. Yes. Because uh, bionic legs, uh, you, you're going off of the vehicle chart rather than the uh well, rather the, than the, the person chart 
the person chart and the vehicle chart are the same. It's just expanded. Speed factor is the same as your movement. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, very well. amplified hearing. You can uh, you can pick up radio transmissions. All bionic eye special optics and sensors, which means you get thermographic vision, low light vision. Um, See, you know, if the government, if I was actually a military and I, and I picked this, you know that the government have a way of turning that off. Like, oh, you left, huh? I can't see. I can't see. There you go. Uh, a half suit of light body armor, AR-11 SDC-120. Now, the reason it, the light is in quotation marks is because it is special bionic body armor. It has no movement or skill penalties whatsoever. That's why the AR is a little low. Uh, most light body armor starts at 14. This one's at 11, but the bonus is you get absolutely no minuses for any skills. Uh, you can have a conventional half suit if you want, and the conventional half suit is an AR-14, and I think it has 150, 160 SC. It has more SDC as well, but you get a, a prowl, climb, acrobatic, and gymnastics penalty of minus 10%. If you're going for the more of the brutish type, yeah, I mean, I could see you doing, I shouldn't say brutish, you know, more, more the strength base uh, yeah. type, and then this would be better. If you're going for the more stealthy infiltrator yeah. type thing, then you would want to keep your, your mobility intact. But if you're going more brute, full conversion cyborg is the way to go. This is always a heavy combat model, but not always obvious. Like I said, uh, there, there are ways to mask your cybernetics. Even even with the full conversion cyborg, maybe from a further distance, but you know, there's still ways to put skin over that. You know, you you can be a T100. All right. Uh, nearly all have human size between six six feet six inches to seven foot tall, and sculpted bionics with heavy armor and exoskeletons added in it. That's important. That's more SDC. Exoskeleton added inside is more SDC. Only the face and head are obviously human, but interior organs and other parts may also be human. So your brain, uh, your your digestive system, maybe a heart, a liver, kidneys, whatever, they're still there, but they are encased in a protective metal, you know, shell, basically. They're sitting in a, they're sitting in a box of goo. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, let's see. So bionic arms and hands, uh, PS of 22 and a PP of 18. Bionic feet and legs, PS of 24 and speed of 77. You're not as fast. You're not as fast because you're heavier. But still, 53 mile per hour running speed, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Bionic lungs with a gas filter, which means you artificial lungs and you are immune or severely resistant to any gaseous whatever. Full body exoskeleton, all five portions. That's, that's arms, legs, and torso. That's everything's covered. That means you get a total bonus of 230 SDC points. Now, being a full conversion cyborg means your your athletic skills that give SDC bonuses don't count because you don't have enough human flesh left for it to count. So this is your bonus, 230. And you get full bionic armor, AR of 18 and 900 SDC. Wow. This is a heavy suit of full conversion bionic armor. But you have a minus 30 on prowl, climb, acrobatics, and similar skills. My job is to cross my arms, have overly sized muscles, little little tiny head compared to my body. You know, my job is to, I don't care about stealth. I want people to see me. Yeah. Yeah. You you are the you are the running tank, basically. That's what you are. 
And then there's the full brain transplant cyborg. If your game master approves, this is what you get. Arms and legs, stronger and faster even than the full conversion cyborg. 24, 22. Legs, 24, speed of 120. Now you can get to go 80 miles per hour because you don't have to worry about your organs sloshing around. You don't worry about that. Just, just got a brain. A bionic skull, chest, heart, kidneys, mouth, throat, and all internal organs. They are all artificial. Everything. Full body exoskeleton, but, the, but this time you get a bonus of 350 SDC. <laughs> Full bionic armor. There, there's your AR-18 and 900 SDC again with the appropriate penalties. Advanced optics. One eye weapon of choice. Advanced <laughs> sensors, including radar and a mini computer. Energy weapon of choice. Two large retractable forearm blades. Oh, you're going to Wolverine out. In your chest. You know what? All those artificial organs you got, we can make them smaller. So we have room <laughs> for a, a, a Giver unit, open up your chest and fire a giant missile out. Okay, fine, whatever. That's great. So yeah, I mean, the, those those are your, your cookie cutter options and they are good. So, so you know, as, as I'm looking through these bionic options, I, I I gotta be honest with you. So far, I don't like the cybernetic side of it versus bionic. And okay. I, I don't think I've ever played second edition. I played first edition revised and I did play bionic. I enjoyed the bionic character because there's so many different ways to build it up, but you never felt like one way was the most optimal right here. There's one way that's the most optimal. <laughs> With I mean, the brain transplant? yeah, if you're, if you're not, if you're not cybering out, I mean, here's, unless here's you're the thing, here, here's the thing though. There, there are, there are, there are catches. If you are a, uh, if you are 40% or less converted, that means you have, you know, cybernetic and bionic components that, that only do 40% of your body. You can pass for fully human and all of your SDC uh, gaining skills apply. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I just don't see that would be the point of playing a bionic character unless oh, you're playing no. a fully uh, uh, investigative, but then you're playing with Beyond the Supernatural and you're not playing Heroes Unlimited. Well, no, no, I mean, you, you can replace uh, two legs, right? That's fine. That That's that's 40% and, and, and you can get huge run speed, jump speed, all that stuff. You can get all that the, and then an eye, you know, for an eye laser, you can get that too and all the, and, and still be 40%. Or you could replace both your arms and an eye, you know, and be super strong, but you can have, uh, you can have your, uh, fake skin put on that makes it look completely real and still pass <laughs> for a human, you know, all that stuff. You can do that, but the more bionic or cybernetic you become, the less human you look and are able to pass for. And that has its own detriments. Like if you are a brain transplant cyborg, yes, you are a combat god, but that's all you are. You can no longer taste, smell, uh, feel. For the most part, your 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 sense of touch is severely limited, and you're basically no longer human. And people will treat you as such. Yeah, I'm not but, seeing the drawback. <laughs> I understand it. There is. I mean, if, if the if the game master plays it right, there's a drawback. Okay, sure, so no, no. bionic cost and components. Okay, major body parts. Starting off, you want to replace a hand and an arm. You want to you have to do both. Okay, 
because if you just replace a hand, all you have is crushing strength. And hey, I can do that tennis ball trick. Yes, you can. But uh, and the thing is, though, I don't like that if you replace your arm, you have to replace your hand as well. Separately. No, man, I would not do that. $700,000 would also cover so the hand. Amputate the arm, but we're going to put the hand back on. Yeah, exactly. That, that is stupid. That is just stupid. I, I never saw that as, uh, at least, I don't think I had to pay for both. I think I just pay, like, if you, do you want just the if hand? you do the arm, or... you get the hand for free. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, that, it, according to the rules as written, it costs a million dollars to replace a hand and arm. Really? Mm. Yeah. But the thing is, to replace a leg, they, they, they don't separate them. It's a million dollars for leg and foot. Right? They don't separate them there. Well, I guess you can't attach feet, but you can attach hands. I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. That's stupid. But yeah, whatever. Chest. I, I, I just got to tell you that we rib. never read it that way. So I understand. Chest and partial ribs cost six hundred thousand. Now this this is important because this gives a lot of this gives a lot of STC. If you if you uh, if you uh, re replace your chest and your ribs, it will get you a lot of STC. Uh, skull and or face five hundred grand. Eye replacing your eye, eighty thousand dollars. That's your basic eye replacement. You need to do that before you get any of the gimmicky crap like laser eyes or thermographic vision or whatever. You first need that mouth and throat. You can get those replaced, and then you can get gimmicks like uh, simulating someone else's vocal patterns. Darth Vader. Uh, Everybody goes with Darth Vader. Yeah, Darth Vader or just sound amplification. You know, whatever. Lungs. If you want to have extra lung capacity or lung reserve or gas filters, first you have to replace your lungs. Heart. If you want to, you know, increase stamina or stuff like that, first you have to replace your heart. Kidneys. Uh, this this will give you resistance to toxins and disease. Same with liver. Uh, special attribute features. Increased physical strength. Every PS must be purchased for each limb separately, i.e. hand, arm, and leg. Again, I don't do the hand. If you replace your arm, you, you also replace your hand. And you if you buy physical strength for your arm, it translates to your hand. They don't separate it for leg and foot. See, it actually says includes the foot. I'm going to include the hand game. Don't be stupid. Stop trying to nickel and dime these people. Schlow only rolled a $7 million budget. Stop wasting his money. All right. So for each point above 10, which is the base, it costs $2,000 with a maximum of 28. Technology only goes to 28 at this point. But yeah, you, could roll, you could roll a 30. You're really, you, really lucky. If you're really, really lucky, you can roll a 30. But remember... If you replace both your arms and both your legs, your physical strength stat no longer matters. It no longer matters. You could you could use it as a dump stat because if you replace both all four limbs, you have to buy your strength. You can use P, you have to use PP as a dump stat too because once you replace your arms and legs, your normal PP is out the window. So I your think first edition did matter. this. A a little differently. I'm going to actually look it up right now because I thought it was a 22 in first edition, which I thought was really weird that your physical prowess can't be as much as your, uh, or was it the other way around? I think these numbers seem to be updated. Uh, uh, special features. Yeah. So in first edition, 
maximum of 24 was possible for strength and maximum is 23 was possible for physical prowess. There I hope go. that was a typo. Like, well, here, here is 28 and 24. 28 strength and 24 physical prowess. But remember, if you replace your arms and legs, your physical strength and physical prowess no longer matter. You could use them both as, as dump stats in the beginning if you know you're going to be bionic. Because mm -hmm. you, you have to buy them. 2,000 for each physical strength point per arm and per leg. And 10,000 for each PP point per arm per leg. Increase speed. A speed of 88 is the maximum possible without a reinforcing exoskeleton. And that that's later on. Uh, that that's that's an another feature you have to buy. If you want to go beyond 88 for your speed attribute, you have to reinforce the rest of your body to handle that speed. But 88 is pretty damn good. 60 miles an hour. This is the bionic man. That's that's his limit. 60 miles an hour. That's what he does. Uh, with the exoskeleton, you can go up to a speed of a maximum of 220. It costs ten thousand dollars for each speed point above 10 per pair of legs. Note, both legs must be bionic to acquire exceptional speed. Every 20 speed points also enables a suborg to leap four feet straight up and six feet lengthwise. So you start with a speed of, what does it say? It's was 10, right? It actually doesn't say. Oh, uh, nope, it doesn't say. That, that means you, you're, whatever, you're, whatever you rolled for speed in the beginning in your attribute is what you start out at. Because it it uh, unlike no, no it says co cost ten thousand for each speed point above ten. Yeah, but it doesn't say you start at ten. It says you start at ten for PS and PP for your arms and legs, but it doesn't say the a, a base. Well, I, th I thought it was your, ten across the board. It it I don't see it here. I mean, if if you can find it, that'd be cool because that be, that'd be a great thing. That'd be weird to get replaced. <laughs> and you keep your natural i mean it just that doesn't make sense to me it it doesn't make sense to me either but reading it here it looks like that's what it is well i mean this is palladium sometimes it you can't palladium. read it exactly right so $10,000 for each speed point above 10 per pair of legs that means pair that means you only you don't have to buy them for each leg you 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 buy speed attribute yeah. as a whole so first edition it definitely said yeah uh yeah, one leg, physical strength 10, speed 10. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yep, so it is a base of 10. There we are. Good, 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 good. Okay. So it costs 10 grand for each point above 10. I got that 7 million. Up. That adds <laughs> up. You only got 7 million. That adds up. That adds up. Okay, internal organs. Now, this one, this one's kind of rough because all of these the all the life of these internal organs is less than the average lifespan of a human being which means you're going to have to get these replaced maybe twice but they are stronger and better than normal human organs your artificial heart will 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 never be susceptible to heart disease or plaque buildup or you know heart attacks, whatever. Artificial kidneys will filter out everything. Artificial liver will filter out everything. Artificial spleen will, you know, I forget what the spleen does, but it'll, it'll do it better than a normal spleen. And your artificial in, in, intestine will be uh, more efficient in turning food into fuel for the rest of your uh, natural organs in your brain. Okay. Bionic ears, amplified hearing, uh, microphone, radio transceiver, and transmitter. Wideband radio transmission, bug detector, radar AM signal FM. detector, 
Psionic Electromagnetic Dampener. This one deserves a read. This is really a series of brain implants that distort and fog telepathic and other psionic probes. Psychic opponents find it difficult to read the thoughts and emotions of characters with these dampeners. Plus one to save versus all psionic. That's not a oh, lot. No. Plus no, two no, no. versus possession and plus one versus illusions and mind control. That is not enough to no. justify 500 grand. Okay, that's that exactly what enough. I was thinking there. Like, ooh. Five, that's 500 5%. grand plus yeah. one f you dude i don't need it sound filtration system this is good because not only will it will it protect your ears from loud explosions flashbang grenades that 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 stun the inner ear won't affect you but it has a filtering component as well which means in a crowded room of a whole bunch of conversations you can focus on one conversation you can focus on one voice or one sound which makes eavesdropping. Remember a whole lot of when Rick and Morty, when uh, when Summer was talking crap in the background, was I think it's the beginning of season three, episode one, and uh, 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 Rick had the garage filter out just Summer's voice. That's how mm -hmm. it works. Um, just real quickly to chat. Remember, guys, I, I think you guys are being facetious, but just in case you're not, this is a game. It's based on tropes. It's not based on science. Doesn't matter if the arms would rip off by lifting a heavy car or like that things are properly attached or whatever. It's a game. Well, they, they actually have the, the whole the whole exoskeleton uh, yes, uh, to augmentation some, to talk about. We, we haven't sink. gotten there yet. Yeah, but that's a money there. sink. But but he's talking about. Let's see. Uh, I missed a couple here. It's the. the um, yeah, I mean, do you, do you have? Does the leg include the uh, the hip flexor and the lower abs? Like, like yeah. It's just, it's a game. It's a cinematic yes, it game. You're building a stylized character yes. for a game. Okay. Bionic eyes. If you got your eye replacement, what was that? Like 10 grand? I forget the basic eye. Uh, no, it was, it was 80 grand. 80 grand. If, if, you, if you've got your basic eye replacement, 80 grand, then you can also get these, these optical sensors and uh, special optics. Infrared vision, light beams. This is it's basically a flashlight. Macro eye. Enable the character to magnify tiny objects or areas at close range. It's basically a, a magnifying glass. Macro eye laser beam. It's a freaking <laughs> laser beam. Uh, micro video camera. You can record things. Uh, Multi-system eye socket. This is a special permanent housing that enables the character to put in and take out different types of eyes. This is cool. You can have different eyes for different situations. You you click a button on your temple, your eye pops out a little bit, you take it out. I want my laser eye today. Blink, put it in your laser Didn't eye. Didn't used to be called something else? Or am I thinking of a different game? I thought it, it was called game. something else because, uh, like, like, yeah, you could chip. But I don't remember it being called eye socket, but yeah, whatever. We, we'll move on. Yeah. Like, uh, night sight, the uh, low light vision. Targeting sight, uh, it gives you a plus one to strike. That is significant. You know, plus one versus psionics is not significant, but I would definitely spend 50 grand for a, for a plus one to strike across the board. 50 grand for a plus one to strike or 500 grand for a couple of plus one saving throws that are very situational. Exactly. <laughs> it's a no brainer. It's a, it's a no brainer. Telescopic vision, 20 times magnification. That's really good. Uh, thermal imager, third eye. This is cybernetic eye that is implanted either above the real eye or in the center of the forehead. Sometimes in the back of the head, the mechanical eye can be any of the available artificial eyes, but it's typically one with a camera or multi-optic eye. Cost 450 grand. That's a lot. But penalty, reduce the character's physical beauty by 
if he has a horror factor, increase it by two points. Now, oh, wow, yeah, you're twenty percent less less attractive because you got a goofy ass third eye. I get that, but if you got your eye in the back of the head, um, sneak attacks don't work anymore. I sneak up behind him. No, you don't. He's blinking at you. He sees you. <laughs> <laughs> so that is something to note. Ultraviolet and polarized sight. Uh, the uh, ultraviolet vision is stupid. It doesn't make any sense, but polarized hey, vision it's is great good. for knowing what hotel room is not to stay in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, fine. But but polarized <laughs> sight is really good because it takes away all kinds of glare, lens flashes, stuff like that. It eliminates all of that nonsense. Uh, it, it it basically makes flashbangs if you have ear, if you have the inner, if you have the ear ear replacement and the uh, polarized sight replacement, flashbangs are useless to you. Does nothing. Okay, cybernetic sensors and other features. Sensors all tie in the bionics eyes optic system in that data readout is superimposed over the eye. So if you have an artificial eye and a bioscanner, you can see a readout in your in your in the lens of your eye. Uh series of implants and sensors tied to or built in the bionic augmentation. You you can see your own stats. So you have a better idea of how you're doing any errors in your bionics, any physical damage to your body. You'll know I'm it. Checking my personal logs. It. What's that? <laughs> I'm checking my personal logs. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Biocomp and self-monitoring system. Same thing. Uh, clock calendar. You know, it costs $11,000. I just get a watch. Cost <laughs> ten, uh, Timex costs 10 bucks. Hey, you know what? Uh, I, I have a lot of NTP issues at work. This might be important. <laughs> Okay. Like, like my bionics don't work if the timing's off by seven seconds, you know? Okay. A compass, a $9,600 compass. You join the Boy Scouts. You get one for free. Internal comp calculator, a tiny computerized calculator, usually connected to an ear or artificial eye. The computer responds to spoken radio or computer transmitted mathematical equations. The answer is transmitted to the ear or eye. This is situational. I guess, I mean, I, I personally don't think it's worth 300 grand to have an, an internal Casio, you know, I, I got, I got nothing motion detector. This oh, no, is no, good. Look at, look at the mini computer. Mini actually a glorified microprocessor with 640 K of memory. K. Okay. Now, obviously we will, we would update this, you know, it would be 640 gigabytes <laughs> of memory. Uh, data can be displayed via bionic overlay or transmitted to a handheld monitor or be audio relay built in. Um, I get 640K for 300,000. What's, what's that? 640K for $300,000. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, you know, but this one, a, a, book is a old, mini yes. computer built into your body would be something I, I could justify 300 grand for because you, you could, you could program it with all kinds of hacking stuff and, and uh information and you know like uh, situation information if you know you're going to some place you can have a um a, a a gps map or a google map download whatever you know you so you never get lost stuff like that i get it motion detector registers vibrations in the air indicating movement a collision warning system will allow will sound an alarm to warn the cyborg of an, an impending collision impact this is it this gives this is worth 80 grand Plus one to initiative, plus one to parry, and plus two to dodge across the board. 
definitely no brainer worth the money. That initiative is like in and of easy itself. Clap. Plus two initiative is hard to get. This is easy clap. Radar, super sophisticated micro radar system that can track up to 15 simultaneously targets up to 50 targets and simultaneously track six R rate of travel direction and location are all indicated in the data readout this one is it worth 250 grand if you have if you have mini missiles in your chest maybe so i took that and i remember the game master not being able to cope with it the range is one mile so if you have mini missiles in your chest you can track a, a moving target up to a mile away with accuracy and shoot it. So if you have the mini missiles, this may be a buy for you. Radiation detector, it's 50 grand. Uh I don't know. <laughs> Why is heathen dog purring? Uh we have radiation nearby. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, what what's what's that clicking sound? Uh we gotta go. <laughs> yeah. That's a clicking sound. So just, just uh, before we go on here, uh, instead of reading every one of these, and I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but just so everybody knows out there, we're not going to read every one of them. We're giving you an idea what's out there, but these were important ones. These yeah. other features with the eyes, because eyes and what you can jam into your body is usually outside of just strength and PP um, right. is what you go for. Yeah, As these, we get to some of these other it. ones, you can be more fads now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the strength and the physical prowess, that's 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 important stuff, but it's basic. These gimmick things actually flesh out your character. Bionic lung features, standard lungs, independent oxygen supply, gas filtration. You have to replace your lungs to get the cool independent oxygen and filtration ability. OK, so if you want to be able to hold your breath for 30 minutes, then you get the independent oxygen or 15 minutes. You get the oxygen supply. If you want to be able to breathe through gases, get, get plus six to save versus all kinds of gases. Is that worth a hundred thousand bucks? A plus six is significant. Yeah. I'd say that's still better than the psionic one. <laughs> yeah. Much better than a psionic one. So I, I would not take that off the table. Mouth and throat features, voice synthesizer. You want to sound like somebody else or somebody, uh, somebody specific? Fine. Inaudible frequency range. You want to be able to talk to your dog and have no one else hear you? Hey, that's your thing, right? Built-in loudspeaker, like I was saying before. Uh, a radio scrambler uh, that allows character to have security coded and decoded conversations over the radio telephone. Okay. If, if you're an infiltration specialist, that could come in handy bionic eye weapons now remember you have to have the eye replacement first then these are the gimmicks you can get an eye laser 20 blasts per hour they your 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 clip constantly recharge yeah but you only get 20 blasts per hour and the blasts aren't that great it's 2d6 damage or 4d6 if you have two eyes okay wait i don't i don't agree with this if if I've got lazy eye or something, I should be able to shoot two different targets. Well, <laughs> no. You, you get a plus two to strike because you're using your eyes. Makes sense. Ion Blaster does a, does a little bit more damage for two eyes, and it has more shots, but, but the range is much less. It's half range. With the laser, it's 220 feet. With the Ion Blaster, it's 110 feet. Bionic hand weapons. Remember, you have to have a hand replacement at least to have any of these things. Chemical excretion. You can you can load up your hand with any kind of chemical you want, touch somebody, 
and have it be injected into them or spread on their skin or whatever. And it gives examples, paralysis, convulsive, and poison. Chemical spray will, you know, hold up your hand, spray someone's face. You can blind them. You can use, you can tear gas, burning vapor, CO2 foam for putting out fires, electrical discharge, zap hand. You know, I want a joy buzzer that actually works. Well, guess what? You got it. Replace your <laughs> There hand. wasn't a lot of joy in that one, though. Uh, let's see. Uh, extendable hydraulic hand or arm. Go, go, gadget arm. Typically, only one limb will have an extendable hydraulic hand. The control mechanism is typically mental or verbal and responds to the speed and flexibility of a normal arm. The arm's reach is typically increased by three to six feet. The extendable hand arm enables the character to reach into narrow spaces like storm drains, ventilator shafts, so on, as well as places normally out of reach. It's a whole uh, scorpion get over here situation. Okay? No one, <laughs> no one expects go-go gadget arm. Until it happens to them. So this one might be a good buy, even at a even at a hefty price of a quarter million dollars. Wow. And strength is 10 to 16. Yeah. Uh explosive finger joints. You you can break off a one, two, three, four, five, six. You can have as you know, you can buy as many as you want. Break them off, they're little grenades. Wee! They blow up. The problem is, you know, you're gonna have some dexterity issues till you get them replaced. But yeah, it's, it's just a pinky. It's $600 per three joints. That's one finger, $600. You have three mini grenades. That Price-wise, that's a good deal. Completely concealable, hidden, undetected grenades. Finger gun. <laughs> finger gun. 2D6. You have to load them with bullets. Cost 10 grand. Okay. Finger blaster. Again, uh, four shots per hour, but it does 2d4. Uh, but if you have if you have three fingers firing simultaneously, three three finger pew pew pew, it does uh, 4d6 plus two to strike. Knuckle spikes, spikes can be fired from your four knuckles. This is uh, Johnny Sacco in his flying robot territory. Pew, 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 pew. Fire fire the knuckles 1d4 each. You can fire in volleys. 12 total per hand, but you have to reload them. Easy reload cartridges can be concealed or carried, but takes 30 seconds to reload your cartridges in your into your spikes. Uh, spike or a tow line, that's a that's like a grapple hook type thing. Pew, you know, whatever. Razor sharp fingernails, retractable claws. You can see pictures of those. Uh, retractable Book blade. formatting is a pain in the ass here because everything's bold. Trying to figure yeah. where's the next? Oh, wrist blaster. Okay, wrist yeah. or palm. Yeah, wrist blaster. Uh, it's a heavier unit than just your your finger laser. So it does three d six damage, twenty four blast per per hour, and it has a six hundred foot range. Uh, wrist or palm spikes. Needle like spikes are fired from the wrist or the palm. One d four damage a piece. But what I've seen people do is coat them with some kind of toxin because your hand is artificial. You can hold it there and it won't affect you. So you can fire out poison needles or knockout needles or whatever needles. For 30 grand, it's a good buy. Other bionic weapons. Uh, uh, a uh, grapple launcher. We'll scroll through these kind of quickly. Yeah, grapple launcher, 
ion rod is a tube-like device that is a foot and a half to two feet long and fires an energy charge. The rod he can be attached. He loves his to the... rods. They're in all these dang books. He's got laser rods and ion I know. rods. <laughs> I know. 36 charges per E-clip. It doesn't automatically charge. You have to, you have to actually have a clip on it. Uh, mini lasers, flamethrowers, concealed arm gun. It can be a submachine gun, which is impressive, or an automatic or fully auto machine gun. Uh, exterior forearm weapon. That's like a weapon attached to your arm, you know, not hidden. It's on the outside, like the chick right here. See, that, that that's an exterior arm weapon. Mini missile launcher on your arms. You can do that too. That's fine. Bionic military weapons. The following options are normally available only to military forces for use in heavy assaults. Now, hey, I was in the military. I only had yes, seven million. Exactly. <laughs> that means Max Liao's character, the way we rolled in, would have access to this section automatically. They asked me to turn it in. I, I refused. He refused. <laughs> uh, mini missile arm launcher, uh, shotgun arm cannon, uh, over the shoulder missile launcher. Michael, so now, now we're just turning into mini battle mechs. Yeah, this is basically a battle mech. Yeah, but these are really expensive a million dollars. Expensive 900 grand, excuse me, 900 grand, 1.5 million dollars. These are these are hardcore. Okay, for all the weirdos out there who are trying to get real science into to a game of you uh, here, reinforcing exoskeletons, you this is why your arms don't rip off. Laser eye weapon. A military laser eye weapon. Bionic armor. Here we go. Here we go. The bionic armor. It's flexible, surprisingly mobile, and interlocking sections of armor plates. They are not permanent body parts and can be taken off and replaced at any time. However, the donning of bionic armor is time-consuming because you have to latch it on. Now, remember, uh, think of it like uh, Iron Man. In, in the original Iron Man, he had to step into a machine to put on and off the armor. What if he had to do it by himself? It would take 30 minutes. This is it. Full body armor, AR-18, SDC-750, weight wow. 120, cost $350,000. Sounds like it's worth it. Yeah, that's definitely... AR of 18? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth it. That's worth it. Uh, Three-quarter body armor, covers your chest, abdomen, arms, hips, legs. Uh, AR-16, SDC-500, weight 90 pounds quarter of a million i would rather go for the extra 100 grand and get the full but let's just go to the two-fifths armor one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. ar-14 sdc 400 now for 150 grand i think that's a good deal that's yeah, a good it's, deal. it's got high sdc for that ar yeah it's got high sdc the ar is a little low i mean the ar is 14 which is which is you know the minimum we want it but it's yeah. got really good sdc and the price is right so the middle option so far is the one I would never take. It's either heavy or light. It's either heavy or two-fifths. There's a half suit with an AR of 11 and SDC 250 for 75 grand. This one, I would only choose if I'm running out of money. <laughs> if I had enough money for the AR-14, I would take the AR-14 over this any day of the week. And then there's the just arms and legs, AR-9, which is basically worthless. I would never take this. <laughs> I would never, ever take that. That's if you're Just if for anybody who doesn't know, in ranged combat in Heroes Unlimited, the, the number to hit isn't a 5, it's an 8. So that AR-9, 
it's like it's great for melee combat but uh it's not really helping you much for it like this no, ar7 for, for being shot it's not doing anything and the ar7 i don't even know why they have that here the the neck head and shoulders armor that hey it stops me from being decapitated okay that doesn't happen a whole lot Okay, reinforce exoskeletons. This is what we were talking about earlier. This is why your legs don't run themselves off your body when you're traveling at 130 miles an hour. This is why you can pick up a car and your arms don't rip off your torso. Reinforcing exoskeletons are necessary to support joints, body connections, and bones. Without the exoskeleton, the bionic limb would be damaged, snapped off, whatever. Now, if you can get spine and shoulders, arm and shoulders, hands and wrists, legs and hips, feet and ankle, all of this you can get. And it adds SDC to your total, 50, 30, 10, 40, 10. Bionic chest and or ribs will protect the heart and lungs like body armor, providing an extra 55 FD SDC to the upper body. This is added to, our, this is this is your, this is considered now natural armor, right? It adds to your SDC total. Bionic yeah, skull. Yeah, but that's 500,000 for just 55. I don't know. That, you know, it is a lot. That is true. It is a lot, but... Because if, if you go over the 40%, remember, skills don't add SDC anymore. If you go over 40% reconstruction, you need all the SDC you can get. Maybe you want to spend the, the half a million for this. It's up to you. Bionic skull, 190,000. Uh, but the cool thing about the bionic skull is that you can re-sculpt your face. You can get plus four physical beauty. Yes, so if you want I'm to be in. a pretty boy. Like I built this bionic character so that I can look better. No, that uh, if, if you remember my uh, my Palladium fantasy character, he was a physical beauty of what nineteen. I just I don't think people write up uh, uh, bionics for that. They usually go I, other routes, like you know, experiments or or I understand, mutants or I whatever. The difference between nineteen and twenty three is a 40% chance to impress to 60%, around 60% chance to impress. So that is a significant thing. Uh, hard plastic skin. Now this one is, is, is where if you go full conversion cyborg and, and, and you want to, you want to look at least partially human from over five feet away, you'll get this. Uh, it has no AR, but it gives, uh, all of your artificial limbs, an extra 15 SDC. So it, it's considered natural SDC because it's always taken away first. It's really hard skin. Normal weapons such as knives and low caliber bullets do half damage. So, you know, 22, 25 caliber bullets, knives, clubs, whatever. They only do half damage and you get an extra 15 SDC on each of your limbs and your body. Okay. Synth skin. Uh, that looks and feels like real human flesh can be used to cover artificial limbs. Although slightly tougher, does not provide additional protection. And it requires 22 square feet to cover an average man and 17 square feet to cover an average woman. And it costs $1,000 per square foot. So, so you, you, you remember when before it said you got to choose whether you look natural human or not? Well, this is how you choose. This is how you choose. If, <laughs> if you want to be uh, over 40% machine you have to get synthetic plastic skin to cover all the machine parts to keep continue looking human sorry this you got to do it then you have your secret compartments in your leg your arm your chest unless you have mini missiles there and the, the special note is for if you have ninjas and super spies they have 
cybernetics and bionics in there as well that is completely compatible with everything in this game. So you can use anything in there too. And that's basically it. Yep. That is that's we are done with bionics. It is the most customizable of all of the power categories. We'll have to compare that to robotics when we get to robotics in a few weeks. But yeah. Well, yeah, but robotics, you are a robot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to go the, basically the full conversion route because that's what you are. You know, you have no flesh in you whatsoever. I'm going to say after reading the first edition version, again, for those who didn't catch the beginning, I have first edition. I don't have the second edition one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by what I said at the beginning. Um, unlike the Alien, which I think is better in Second Edition, First Edition, I like the more options. I like that it you know kind of went into some of those options more uh, different types and so forth. I like the First Edition Bionic better, and and here's why. This is the the one time I will use this term not only unironically but a hundred percent in agreement with the people who say this term generically speaking. This was over riftified. I really feel that this has turned into a cyborg from from riffs. From riffs. Yeah. And a, a Bionics to me cyborg, yeah. always felt more like Steve Austin from the six million dollar man. Or even the movie Cyborg, if you like that horrible movie, you know. Uh, you know, things like that. And less I don't know, I guess Robocop is is the word I want to use. Like yeah. I don't know. Robocop would would be the full conversion option. Yeah. And and I don't know. I kind of liked that in Heroes Unlimited, where I don't want to say it was toned down. Look, you could you'd had a whole ton of powers or, or abilities. You could buy it. Dang near everything that was said here. I think there are a few additions, but dang near everything that was said here. But you still felt like you were a bionic person. Now it feels like you're just trying to build a board in yeah. second edition. That's true. And personally, you have, but, I, I don't like that. Now, now, now remember, you, we didn't take away the Steve Austin option for second edition. We just added the cyborg option from Rifts. So right. nothing was taken away, only added. Yeah, but which, again, you know players are never going to go like, I know, well. I know, I know. But all you have to do is is say, hey, I don't I do not do full conversion cyborgs. You can only go up to 60% metal. Your, your body can't handle anything more than that and spend your money appropriately. You know, if, 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 if you, if you want to keep the Steve Austin flavor. I agree. I, I just I don't want to say yeah. cheap. I don't know what the word is that I'm that I'm looking for here. It just it doesn't feel right. It feel, uh, Bionics before uh, felt like I want to pick and choose, but I'm still humanish. Yeah. Now I just feel like I'm building a mecha. I guess is is the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, and it. Uh, it. and in Heroes Unlimited, I I see Heroes Unlimited. Maybe I'm wrong in this, but uh, I see Heroes Unlimited as being more obviously more modern not mm-hmm. so much post-apocalyptic, more integrate with society. Sure, I get it. You're a mutant animal or you're an experiment or, or you know, you, you do stand out. But there's always that standing out. There's like a limitation to that. Right. You still fit into society. But with, yeah. the, with, with this full conversion cyborg or, even, or, you know, even if the GM permits the, just the brain implant, you are no longer human. Right. Yeah. So I personally, I probably wouldn't allow it either of those things I would allow the, the partial conversion to be maximum. The only caveat I that would. I make to what I said is that to maintain power levels because of the power level that the mutancy experiments, the, the, the special training and so forth can get, you know, uh, maybe it was needed. I don't know. 
I didn't feel that way when I played Bionic, but I played it so long ago that I truthfully don't remember like how I felt. So. Yeah. But all right, well, uh, Omanel. Omanel has a comment here. Uh, do you, is he the dog recommending we use Essence from Shadowrun to limit Bionics? That I didn't think of that until I saw it, and you know what? I thought that's what you were saying when you first started this at the beginning of the segment. Well, no, I mean, uh, no. The, in, in the beginning of the segment, there, there, there are there are limits put in for for non bionic characters if they get too much bionics, yeah. it it dampens them. But what what Omanal is talking about is even for bionic characters, if you want to stop them from being like the the rift full conversion cyborg, have some kind of limit based on their their PE or their ME or whatever that you know implants they can get without suffering some kind of horrible side effect or insanity or whatever maybe it's an option i don't, I don't like know that. if i would do that myself in palladium I, i'd have to think about it. i'm not saying that's a yeah, bad it, idea in fact it might be a good one about. but maybe limit the bionics to okay what can you encase in this little area now i don't want to get hyper realistic that's not the point of no, this no no but the, the point is to say, do you, uh, how about this? You can have a bonus to strength or a bonus to PP. Otherwise, it has to stay average, you know, 18 max or you know, something like that. Um, again, not saying that's the right answer. I'm just saying there, there are ideas to put out there. Because what I want to avoid, and this is why I keep that picture, that to me is not a Heroes Unlimited character right there, or it's a no. robot. Yeah, that's either a robot or a full conversion cyborg. And full conversion cyborg to me is Rift is riffs not uh not heroes unlimited so right uh, yep so that's just again personal opinion i you know your mileage may vary um i, I usually when it comes to palladium i don't play the addition war stuff because i'm not really as versed between the differences of the two as say like violence solves everything uh, and by the way i have been reading your chat that's why you guys had me laughing a lot of times over here so i was reading your chat out there um all right Oh, no, it and, just and wasn't violence, much on uh, we are going to go into Mega Hero at the end. It's its There's own mega separate hero? thing. Yes, Mega Hero. Oh, it's its own much. separate thing. It's not a power category. It's it's if if the game master wants to kick it up to Superman level shit, and oh. we, we'll we will we will talk about it after we go through all the real power categories because Mega Hero is kind of like a prestige class. That's interesting because this book actually talks about why there isn't superman level power characters well in second edition they they put in the option oh, okay interesting cool um i mean i, I i'll be honest with you, i like the bionic maybe that's why i'm a bit touchy about this i like the bionic character i like the all the the options i liked i don't want to call them limitations but i like the fact that you still kind of felt human uh there was never the full conversion borg which by the way that's what i tend to play in riffs too um yeah. uh the bionic thing to me, I again, I always pictured it like Steve Austin. That's yeah. how I pictured bionics, generally speaking. It's like, what can we wrap? I mean, he wasn't uh, omnipotent. He wasn't the fastest thing ever. I mean, he's the fastest human to run, but, you know, a car can still outrun him. <laughs> like, he yep. can hold one in place, but, you know, uh, he, he didn't have unlimited power. Um, and once you start adding all these mini missiles, turning them into, you know, just this mega robot, yeah, you're hindered by money. But everything in a game like this is going to be, I won't call it min-maxing, is going to be what you buy. And you can look at the price points for everything and find out what is optimal. Right. Now, it's a superhero game. So there's, to be fair, there isn't anything inherently wrong with that. I just 
I feel that Steve Austin is more of a superhero in my vision, in my eyeballs, in my mind, than that robot that I showed on the screen or that, that cyborg I showed on the screen at the end. I, I, I don't know if I'm making that clear or if I'm expressing this right, but for, for the, for the full conversion cyborg there, there is the, the RoboCop argument. RoboCop was a hero. You know, he was a hero cop and, and he, he was a full conversion cyborg. He had, just his brain and some organs. He had to eat baby food, you know? So he, he was option two in the, in, in the three option thing. And you, you could make a valid argument that, that he, he could easily fit into a heroes unlimited campaign. You could okay. make that argument, yep. but I, I understand your aversion to it because you, you see the flavor of a bionic character as different than that. And I, I completely understand. I completely understand both sides of that. And it all depends on what you and the game master agree on is what is appropriate for your campaign. And I think that's the best way to say it because I'm not sitting here saying that, oh my God, they add this stuff, this game's ruined or anything like that. It's just, no, like, no. I just, I just played with so many people. I know what route somebody's going to take. If the, if uh, you know, a person says, I want to be bionic. Well, here comes the full conversion board. <laughs> like that's just, you know, what somebody's going to do. So now your groups may vary, especially those people who've been playing together for 30 years and, you know, they know their intricacies between, you know, the, the player dynamics. Maybe you guys do something different. I'm talking in a general level. When somebody sees all those options, be, oh, I can be full conversion with mini missiles and I can walk on. Ka-jung, ka-jung, ka-jung. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. But you make all the little girls cry. I mean, I don't care about little girl. <laughs> all right, then that's fine. It's, it's hard to be a hero when, when everyone doesn't want you around <laughs> because you give them the heebie jeebies, but all right, great. So, all right. Um, yeah, again, a lot of good comments out there. I did read most of them, if not all of them. So I, I saw the basic expert, uh, Omen Owl, of course, uh, you know, violence solves everything. Ravens there had a bunch of posts. So yeah. Um, Ravens there had one that made me really laugh or, Oh, I can't find it. But he said, uh, lazy eye is not laser eye, Max. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> uh, so, all right. All right. Um, so there we go. Uh, so this week was Bionics. Next week is Experiment, if I remember correctly. Experiment is actually my favorite power category. Okay. Excellent. Yep. Uh, well, at least in this book, I don't, and I don't think they change it in second edition. Um, yep, Experiments will be next. Uh, that'll be fun to see. Uh, wow, that's a short one in this book. Huh. Okay. Uh, I wonder if it's short in second edition as well. It's only like four pages. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see uh, how that goes uh, for for next week. I already have the graphics done for all. I did that last week. I did all the graphics for all the power categories. So no, we're not changing them up. Because I thought about combining special training and physical training. Like, can't we just make that one episode? But nope, not anymore. The so graphics are done in stone. Good but uh, we'll, we'll talk about experiments next week. He obviously, like he said, he likes that one. I have never played one. I think Garthon played one at one point. Um, now, just a, as a tease, your elevator pitch, you know, 10 second thing here. What's an experiment compared to the rest? Okay. An experiment is, uh, I want you to picture Daredevil, picture Spider-Man. Uh, they, they were normal people. Something happened. Chemical splash in your eye. Got bit by radioactive spider. Uh, Steve Rogers. He's an experiment power category. He was experimented upon with a, with a serum. He, and he gave him, he, it gave him super, super, superhuman abilities. That is an experiment. And the reason I like it is because you become a hero, but you were, you weren't born with this. You weren't, 
You didn't choose this to happen to you. So you get a lot more leeway in your backstory. You get a lot more leeway. The fly. I wouldn't that you didn't Would become a, a hero. Mutant? <laughs> this is heroes unlimited. Not, not, Oh my God. Monsters are here. All right. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's very much early comic booky, you know, in, in, in my mind, you know, because you know, the daredevil, Spider-Man, Captain America, they're all old comics been around a long time. Uh, and uh, you, it, they're they're easier to relate to, and they were just normal folk who were minding their business, and they just got into an accident, and boom! Now they're now the superheroes. How do you handle that? It it gives really good role playing potential, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's just fun to play. I, I always confuse, not confused, but I, I there's such a blurry line to me between experiment and mutant. Mm. So I think well, everything mutant, that's a mutant. Mutant is was born that way. Experiment was made that way. That's basically the the demarcation. That's it. M mutants usually express their powers at or around puberty, whereas experiments uh, don't get their powers until the experiment. I would say Wolverine was an experiment. Well, no, he was a mutant it, and an experiment. Well, ba based on just the the, the actually no system. no he's a mutant with cybernetic implants. Ah. Uh, he broke the rules. No, 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 no. He if, he has, <laughs> if he has less than four cybernetic implants, he doesn't lose his mutant abilities. <laughs> yeah, fair. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for watching. I'll quickly run through our proclivities. There you go. You can find us on our website. So you can watch our videos there. There is our streaming schedule if you want to see more of our streams. And uh, of course, don't forget that when you play these games, Always remember, this is this is the only rule you need because all other rules will just point to this one. You know, you've seen those things where it says, you know, a rule number one is the primary rule, and it says rule number two, see rule number one. Well, that's this right here. This is rule number one. And subscribe. And subscribe. All right. Um, okay, let's move on to segment. I don't know. Do, do segment two? Is it two? Yeah. I got to figure out what we're going to talk about. So what are we going to talk about in segment two? Uh, first thing, there's our disclaimer for segment two. Welcome to segment two. All opinions, et cetera, et cetera, hyperbole, your dumb pronouns and content. Don't don't show this to your kids. Or do. I don't care. Yeah. It's up to you. Um, I mean, I, I yeah, this is another week where... So actually, maybe that's what I'll talk about a little bit. Okay. You guys have, he have, heard, uh, have heard me say this before. I don't like to repeat myself, even though I do. I mean, but I mean, I don't like to repeat myself. I don't want to cover the same stuff over and over again. Now, sometimes we have to because you might not have watched a, an earlier video. Or sometimes we have to just because there's a new take on a dumb idea. But uh, a lot of the stuff that's been uh, posted out there for us, and I appreciate, sincerely appreciate the fact that people are trying to give us things to talk about in segment two. But so much of it is just rehashing things we've already talked about. I'll bring up to Heathen. I'm going to be like, do we have to do that again? Like, you know, uh, a lot of times I'm actually saying that now before I even bring it up to him. Uh, Can't so we like, just replay an old episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we'll just sit here. We'll do commentary. There we go. We'll do a reaction video to our own, our own stuff. Reaction video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I haven't done that. That's one of the things that I actually like doing the reaction videos. But again, so many of them are, are turning into like from five minute videos to like, 50 minutes it is epic i know i don't like to repeat myself over and over again and again <laughs> that was funny. um but uh, uh it just it just comes down to 
uh, what was it? Crafty posted something about, uh, you know, somebody complaining about the use of the word master for Dungeon Master. I think we talked about that like a year ago. Um, I mean, how many episodes did we do on combat wheelchairs? How many episodes have we done on orcs are racist? You know, uh, yeah, that study came out. And he, in fact, Heathen Dog and I were talking about it right before this uh, episode started about that study that came out and said, oh, humans can't, uh, they, they have to have biological essentialism because we're too stupid to figure out anything else. Like, I got two easy comments to that one. This is what I told the Heathen Dog. Um, one, uh, yeah, I can think outside that box. I don't have to see, I don't see orcs as black people. And I think if you do, you're the racist one. But again, you can find that in about 15 other videos that we've talked about. The second side of that is the fact that you still want something grounded in reality because you can embrace it either, easier. It's not that we're too stupid to figure it out if, if we don't do that. It's the fact that it makes life just easier if you can compare it to something that's here. I always go back to the same thing over and over again, repeating myself again with the Brandon Sanderson stuff. He took racism and dropped it on its head, where now it's not racism based on skin color, it's based on eye color. He took some of our proclivities of like, you know, burning the bras type stuff and made it a left-hand glove, where when one of the characters took off her glove, she felt dirty because society was built differently. Yes, that is different. That is alien-esque. Well, maybe maybe I shouldn't go so far as ANS. It's it's just culturally different. We can make different cultures, different mores. Uh, we can take some of the current tropes and and dump them on their heads. Absolutely, but we still have those tropes because they're things that we can easily recognize going forward. We also understand that orcs are monsters. If you if you ascribe anything else to them, that's your homebrew setting. This goes back to what I was saying earlier. Well, I guess for people on YouTube, uh, it'd be in a different segment where I'm like, it's always about, I want to play against type. I want to play an evil elf and a good orc. No. If you want that kind of diversity, what race do you play? Human. There you go. That's that's what we're about. Uh, that's I saw what humans are. They 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 are diverse. They they have they have a uh, malleable worldview. That's their power. That was their power from the beginning of D and D. They were the they they had the ability to hold two different thoughts in their heads at the same time and have them both be true. Whereas elves, dwarves, gnomes, uh, halflings, whatever, they don't have the ability to do that. And for lack of that that uh, broad broad thinking, they got stat bonuses and dark vision and all this other stuff to make up for that because genetically they, they were different. Human, human strength is the ability to do anything because they can wrap their head around anything. Whereas an elf couldn't be a barbarian because they couldn't wrap their head around the idea. And to be fair, but, not every human could be a barbarian. It's no, just, it's, no. it's, this they isn't about an individual. It's yeah, about they, they have the overall. ability to think like a barbarian, even if their body can't do it. A dwarf couldn't be a wizard because number one, they have they had the natural resistance to magic. And number two, they just couldn't wrap their head around it, around the idea of using magic. It was alien to them. It was like the sky's purple now. No, it's not. I can't do that. So the, the human being's power was their versatility. They're, yeah, if, they're, if you look at those old stories, so again, these are all tropish, but D&D is based on Tolkien tropes, whether he wanted to be or not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
you know, he, he of course, you know, Gygax, Arneson, et cetera, et cetera, changed some of them to some some degree, but uh, uh, you know, they're still based on those generic tropes. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, humans were the ones that bridged the gap between the elves and the dwarves. Elves being cats, dwarves being dogs, the communication wasn't working because they just think differently. They're completely different. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I keep saying that they're different species. I, I go so far as to say they're different genuses. Geni? Gen genuses? Gen whatever. Um, because I don't think, you know, some people, what is it? Uh, Shadowrun said that, you know, you have like homo elfish and homo dwarfish and homo sapien and homo, you know, you had all those things yeah. where it's like, wait, what? Like, no, no, they shouldn't be homo at all. Cause we came from monkeys. You know, we came from, you know, homo erectus and, uh, um, Oh, okay. God, what, what the, what the fuck was before that? I forget. Um, well, that's the hominids, you know, it's elves aren't necessarily hominids. They could be fake creatures. Thank you very much. Hungry Ewok. Woo. A new YouTube member. You will now have access to this live stream in its entirety about an hour or so after i, I do some yeah. edits and then i put it back up but uh you'll you'll keep access to this whole thing uh we do want to do more for our members by the way as the as our membership is uh growing but uh yeah 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 all, all those homos uh <laughs> anyway but uh i i would even go so far as say elves and dwarves are different genuses Elves more fey creatures. Let the say fey and Nordic. I don't care what Nordic. Stop with your pedantic nonsense. Said it again. Talking traditional stereotype tropes that come from a lot of it. Say eighty percent Tolkien, twenty percent other myth and legend. Uh, again, we're talking Dungeons Dragons because I saw I think Indigo Dragon posted orcs aren't monsters in Earth Dawn. Yes, they are. <laughs> Have you ever seen Karafad? They're monsters. Uh, <laughs> the Scorchers. They're all scorchers. Every arc is a scorcher. Stop it. <laughs> no, but uh, here, here's, here's another thing, though. Uh, uh, taking that even further, outside of Dungeons and Dragons, in stories, TV shows, movies, where there are different species. Uh, let me off the top of my head. Babylon Five. Have you seen Babylon Five at all? Uh, I you made me watch it. Remember? Yes. There it is. So, <laughs> uh, the human beings were the ones who were in charge of the Babylon project to bring races together because human beings had the ability to understand different points of view. Whereas these other races couldn't effectively communicate with each other because they couldn't see from the other side. Humans can, that is a trope that happens in lots of stories, lots of movies, lots of TV shows, and lots of RPGs. Human beings are the glue to create a, a, uh, a greater society as a whole made up of many different races and many different species because they have the ability to, to mediate and, and explain the point of view in a way where the other species can understand. Now, now to be fair, basically, I've got a couple of things pinned in chat we'll come back to. Um, we're not saying that other games do it wrong. I'm not saying that it's wrong to play a kobold in uh, in Palladium. Not saying it's wrong, you know. I'm not even saying it's wrong to play an orc in Dungeons and Dragons. What I'm what I'm saying is is that these tropes exist for a reason. We are supposed to be the diverse one. If you can't handle that, if you have to have your elves be human, then you're a bad player. I'm yeah. saying it to you. If no, you have if you have to have you know, or if you always have to play against type, 
you are a bad player. Yep. If you're a game master that allows that, you're a bad game master. Now, you might be not bad in the grand scheme of everything in game mastery, but in that one aspect, you absolutely are. If you want to make your homebrew setting and it's all about playing against type and all about uh, being weird and wacky, you know, I don't want to say Gonzo because that's actually a style, but you know, like, oh, I love the 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 Earth on rules, but uh, I think that uh, I'm going to import, I'm going to bring in tieflings. I can't believe there are no tieflings in Earth on. I have to bring them in. Well, that wouldn't work. I mean, it, it, now in your imagination, it's going to work because what have I also said a million times? All things are possible in your imagination. It's about what's plausible and probable. That's that's more important than what's you know, what's possible. Um, tieflings would be considered horror uh, horror constructs, <laughs> so they would be. I mean, they're half demon. What's a demon yeah. earth on? It's a horror. Yeah. So they are all, all half horrors are horror constructs. So uh, you're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a bad time. People are gonna it's, hunt you no matter what. There is there is no talking people out of burning you at the stake. There is no way to, to stop you from being murdered by everybody. Uh, oops. You already did, yep, that, we one. Already did that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's uh, but elves can breed with humans. Uh, not in my world. <laughs> and where okay, did that now, start? Where did the elves breeding with humans thing start? I don't remember. Did Tolkien have half elves? Uh, yeah. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, what what's his name? Um, Aragorn. He was he half had, elf. He had elvish blood. Yeah. Oh. Okay. His his that, grandmother or, or, or grandfather or something like that was an elf or something like that. So he lived to be like 150 or 100. I, I forget why, but he he had the extended lifespan. What's the point of having elves if they're breeding? Is it, It's like the whole nonsense half Klingon bullshit from Star Trek. What is the point of having these races? Having them be not only different, but having these these you know thousands of year old society, these complete different genetic makeups, and then be ah, we can breed with them. Humans can breed with everything. Fuck a cow. We'll have half cow people. That's how Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles actually started. You know that that goo that came down the sewer. Yeah, that was some thirteen year old boy quickly thrown out his porn magazine. That. Uh, orcs aren't monsters for their play. Have you seen? Have you read? No, they're monsters, and they're trying to be <laughs> make a society not succeeding so well. <laughs> uh, unless the update yeah. has, has changed. That. Yeah, and ev everyone here who who knows who knows a lot lot more about Tolkien than we do. Yeah, they were Elrond was half elf. I half don't elf, care. Half elf, half elf. Yeah. Okay. Great. Every, and and be, because people want to shag elves because elves are pretty. I get it. You know, but uh, you know why there are no half orcs. Orcs aren't pretty. <laughs> and uh, if you are a half orc, uh, guess what? Um, your your parent did not want that <laughs> because orcs are ugly and they they probably have uh, uh, teeth down there. <laughs> I, I hate the entire concept of half species. I do. I know. Like like the like conceptually, it's I find it dang near offensive. Like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's it's a cop out way of being like I want all the abilities of that one, but not this other one. In a story form, it almost never makes sense. You know, I mean, you got a couple of tropes out there, like oh, it was raped, of course. You know, because um, how could an elf that has no? I mean, it, look, I'll, I'll even use the Star Trek thing again. It makes no sense that Spock is half human, none whatsoever. Sarek would have would have pushed his wife off a cliff at some point. <laughs> like like the fact that he didn't. 
doesn't make sense. And she she would not have been that patient. No human is is, is that patient. Like, sorry. So, uh, but Simbarum is a completely different mythology. Simbarum is is a very close to Nordic mythology. Take some license. Simbarum, yeah, uh, I I do like Simbarum elves. They're not the good guys. Let's put it that way. Um, half turtle. Um, no. I don't know. Is it that you're just trying to play something with pointed ears? I don't see what's wrong with me playing my my elf assassin as a. Uh, <laughs> you're just playing a human with pointed ears. Yeah. Half dwarf, yeah. Nobody plays half dwarves. So, um, I don't know. It, it, to me, it, but it, let's go back to the original point of that. It, the whole idea of uh, like, oh well. You're just using bio, uh, bioessentialism, and it's because you can't handle uh, other species. It's because in the real world, you're actually just a racist. Like if you if you want to harm somebody in a game, if you want to kick down doors, kill orcs, and steal treasure, you're a violent person in real life. Like if you, if you're projecting all this nonsense, that's yeah. on you. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's all. all of the studies have been done on video games. Video game violence does not translate into real world violence. Same thing with tabletop role-playing games. The, the violence you, you play as a character does not make you a violent person. It never translates into violence in your real life unless you already have mental issues and have trouble distinguishing what's real and what's not. That's a whole different can of worms. And, and you had a head full of bad wiring before the game came along. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pop out three chats here because they're all making my point for me even better than I was. Okay, great. People say I'm human every day in life, so I want to play something else, then proceed to play human in a funny skin suit. Yeah, that's number one. Stupid. Number two, people want to play something different because society today has told people they can be whatever they want. Biology be damned. And then finally, I agree. Most players don't role play demo humans as anything but human. Do you yeah. notice the trend with all three of those? You're just playing yourself. You're just cosplaying. Yep. You're it's, it's the same thing as, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, horrible actor. You know why he can only play himself. Who's Ryan That's Reynolds. I, I know the name Deadpool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I like the Deadpool character, but you're right. Yeah, he plays yeah. the same. He only plays himself. If, uh, if, if you, if you look at an interview that he's doing and then you watch a movie, it's the same person. Mm -hmm. It's the same person, same inflection, same tone, same everything. All right. Uh, an actor like, like, like Stanley Tucci, he can act completely different than how he is in real life. Great actor. Uh, the, 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 the woman who, uh, who played Scully in, in X-Files, I forget her name. Uh, Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. God, she's dumb as a box of rocks. Dumb as a box of rocks in real life. Oh my God. She is borderline deficient. But if you watch X-Files, you'd think she's a goddamn genius. She is at acting. So, yeah, I mean, people, people are like, oh, I want to play the humanist game. You just want to play yourself. You, you, you cannot, you cannot play something besides a human. So you, you play a, a human in an elf skin suit. You're just a bad role player. That's all. That's all. And, and to be fair, it should be difficult to play 
a dwarf. Yes, it should. Because you should they're have going to really stretch yourself to to play an elf or a dwarf properly. You because really there can be times stretch. when you say this doesn't make sense. Anybody with any modicum of like you know uh, self appreciation or or survival or or just this doesn't make sense. Nobody would act this way. If this is an intelligent creature, it can't act this way. Yet that's what a dwarf would do. That stubbornness of the dwarf. I will defend my whatever, you know, or or uh, or the idea. I mean, I like to make them so alien is like uh, what I'm writing up in my game, not not the Palladium one, but my game, my game that I haven't written in like a year. Um, dwarves actually heal by eating earth. They don't heal a lot, but they're part of the earth. They're 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 so alien that things like that help. Elves in my world look like porcelain dolls. They're almost creepy looking. No matter how they age, it's flat. Like, like you sh just look right. at a porcelain doll. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, it reminds me of a couple years ago. I, I was, I was, uh, I was doing uh, anime on the stream, and uh, I was, I was doing my my uh, weekly rant against CGI, uh, CGI and anime because it's it's lazy and stupid. I hate it. But there was one anime that only CGI'd the aliens. And I applauded that because CGI looks unnatural. And an alien from another planet should make you feel like it's unnatural. So when you're playing an elf or dwarf and you're a human, you should role play it and it should feel a little wrong. That, that means you're doing it right. So yeah, I kind of equate it like that. In, in my why, why would an elf care what ha outside of the natural order of the universe? And I'm talking on a grand scale, not on a village by village scale. Outside the natural order of, of the universe, why would an elf care if an empire rises? Now, if the elves feel that that empire rising is going to burn down its entire heritage homeland, let's say it's living in the Black Forest of Germany, and you know that if this empire co comes to existence, uh, it'll burn it down. Okay, they might take action, but other than that, well, they care because you know what? I'm gonna live ten of your lifetimes. I'm gonna live twenty of your lifetimes. You know, it's like having uh, uh, almost like having pets. I think somebody said that. Uh, it was I think it was um, it was a t-shirt historian that was said that that he treats elves like humans are are just their pets. Now, I, that to me, that's a little antagonistic. But then again, I understand it where he was sense. coming from. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Com compared to you know, a human will live between you know, 40 and 60 years in a fantasy setting where an elf will live between a thousand depending, and 2000 years, yeah, depending on what setting and so forth, you know, right. Depending on, depending on what setting. And that kind of equates to, you know, a large dog, you know, for it's, a human, you know, you, you're the, the, the large dog is going to live between seven and 10 years and you can have several dogs in your lifetime before you die. It's the same thing as elf and a human, you know, and, and why make a human friend, when he's going to be gone by the time you you exit puberty, you know. Right. <laughs> I, I could see, and you know, you got to you got to go into an elf with that mindset, mm -hmm. and then you can play an elf. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, yeah, and, and dwarven dwarven stubbornness. It's it's a, remember dwarves. There's various takes on this. Here's my Actually, take. Yeah, it was in, it was in chat. It was in chat. Uh, or is it dwarves are like stone made flesh? That's their yes. attitude as well. The element of earth. 
Exactly. What, what they learn, they believe, and it, you literally have to move their internal mountain to get them to change their minds. But even still, my dad did it. My grandfather did it. My great grandfather. We've been doing this for four th- before humans were, lost their hair. We exactly. were doing this. I'm going to do it. Yes. But you realize that it if you worked. do that, you're probably going to die. Does not matter. Does it's not the matter. right thing. It's the right thing to do. It's work before it'll work again. A, a human can change tack. Even an elf can, 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 can change tack with a little Ooh, nudging. That's what I was going to say about elves. A dwarf, you literally have to move their internal mountain to get them to change their mind about, about something of like uh, tradition, heritage, way of doing things, you know, processes, because all of that in their head is almost literally engraved in stone. Now, elves are the opposite of that. This is one of the reasons why dwarves and elves have a hard time with each other. Because an elf may be... Elves are not chaotic neutral. They are chaotic good. But they are not chaotic neutral. They're not... I I consider chaotic neutral to be the asshole alignment anyway. But this elf might be... Yeah, yeah, I'll join you guys. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. Let's go out there and you know, we're going to hunt orcs. Yeah, orcs are bad. You know, they do bad things to us. I think that's a good thing to try to rid them and, and so forth. And then, like, you know, a year later, you guys have gained three levels. You're like, yeah, I'm out. Why? I just don't feel like being here anymore. Yeah. But we need you. No, you don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go that way. Because they are flighty to some degree. They're, they're chaotic, not as in chaos to the extreme, but they're, no, but they're chaotic. No. No, but if you if you think of it like this, if they live a thousand years, they're going to get bored quickly. Yeah. They have to constantly move on, or life becomes a dreary nonsense existence. There's a flip side to that. There's a flip side to that. An elf could spend three weeks just hanging out in the hammock, swinging, smoking yes. weed. Exactly, <laughs> and and for for us, it will be like a weekend vacation. You know, it'll feel the same. So you have to try and get in the mindset of an elf. You have to think of the long view, you know, a a whole lifetime's worth of work for them is a thousand years. That's too long to concentrate on one thing. You have to move on. You have to, you have to, you have to re-engage your brain into something else to keep life worth living. Whereas a human you might spend 20 years perfecting your craft before you feel like you want to move on to something else because that was a significant portion of your life and you don't have much of it left. Whereas an elf has so much life left. There's so much to do in the world. They want to try and get it all. They want to experience all of it. Humans can't do that. They have to specialize. An elf doesn't have to. There, there are many, there are many game systems that have elves get to level 20 and then start over in another class in level one because they're, they're reinventing themselves to keep life interesting and not boring and crap and fade away and all that stuff. You know, the whole fading going over to the other shore type Tolkien thing, you know, when, when elves, elves get bored, they, they, they tend to commit suicide in some way. So (laughs) they have to keep themselves engaged and they do it by doing other stuff. Elves are about nature. They're about uh, they're they're part of the fae. They're part of like uh, you know they're part of happy jokes. Not the not the not the insidious kind. Not the not the vengeful kind. Uh, you know they're they're about frolicking and having fun in in the in simplistic terms. Adventuring to them, it should be just as hard to get an elf to adventure as it is a halfling. Now I want to answer this question. Uh, 
today we were actually wasn't planning to go in that direction. We were going to talk more about the the whole racism comment. We just happened to be, you know, tangenting like we normally do. Yeah. But that's because I will stand up here. I will tell somebody directly to his face that uh, you're not playing an elf. And I've done it before. He's mm -hmm. probably been there when I've done it before. That you're a bad player if all you're doing is playing elves, dwarves, gnomes, halflings, um, whatever else is out there, troglodytes, as just human. Oh, I'm a human with a deep voice. Oh, I'm a human with a with a with an uplifting voice. Oh, I'm a human with an accent. I, no, because I because the way that races are portrayed in novels even in the more childish novels is so much better than the way the races are portrayed by people at the table. Cause all people are doing is I don't want to say they're playing themselves necessarily, but they're playing an idyllic version of themselves or they're playing, mm. uh, they're playing with, you know, they, they want the stat bonuses. They, they, well, well, I think elves should be this way and fair. You know what? In weird worlds, the earth dawn has its take on elves. Palladium has its take on elves. Everybody, everybody does, you know, talking more about the D and D construct, but if you're just playing them as humans, then just play a fucking human. Yeah. In, in no system where they have different, different species that are player characters, are they supposed to be the same in, in, in earth dawn elves, elves are, are treated differently than D and D in shadow run. They're, they're, they're treated differently than in forgotten realms. It's all, but they each have a lane in every game system. They have a lane stay in your goddamn lane. If you want to play an elf in D and D play a D and D elf. If you want to play an elf in earth on play an earth on elf. If you want to play, uh, uh, a, a, a human in Starjammer, whatever. Spell jammer. Play a human. You know, stay in your lane. Why? Why do you need to be a human skin suited? I mean, an, an elven skin suited human. Just play a human. But I want the stat bonuses. You're a bad player. That just means you're a bad player. Stop way being to a not bad player. Try being a good player. You Elves might have more fun. unpredictability. <laughs> Like, like again, human trope. Elves don't yeah, want it's unpredictability. Exactly. I mean, uh, the the elf is is a is a is a. Let's say the elf was an archer, and he had he had the same adventuring party for three years. They went out and they did things. Well, now the elf is bored being an archer adventurer. Now he wants to go be a a a, a librarian. Tend That's to something he's never experienced before. <laughs> He wants to do that. That's the elf. That could be the elven way of thinking. Adventuring is such a human concept. If you look at all of these yes. these uh, these settings, it doesn't matter which yes. setting it really is either. Until you get to like Forgotten Realms, adventuring is such a human thing. But yes. why are humans expanding everywhere? Why can't they be happy with what they've got? Dwarves are just mining for stuff, and they run into the uh, the the random troglodyte and and orc or goblin. Elves are just trying to live and you know change trees into some canopy or some nonsense like that, and and smile and have fun. They have to defend their lands on occasion from the random incursion from weirdos, but that's it. You know that's that's what the the trope of goodness is. They're supposed to be good. Humans are neutral. We lean towards good, but but humans are neutral. Elves are good. Dwarves are good. And, and not in an individual human sense, in an overall natural order of things sense. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it all depends on the system you're in. Okay. D d does the idea of, of the elf adventuring with a party for three years and then getting bored, 
and want to do something completely different, it depends on on the system you're playing. If you're playing D&D, if you're playing um Shadowrun, if if you're if you're playing, you know, Forgotten Realms, if you're playing, you know, whatever. Yeah. You have to you have to you have to uh define what your elf does by what the system defines elves as being able and wanting to do. As long as you do that and you can justify that to your game master and yourself, then you're playing an elf. Well, I agree with that. I would also say that the games that don't put in so even Earthdawn as an example with dwarven wizards and you know and elves that can change life paths, there are still traits that exist for the race. Yes, you have to play those Distinct. traits. You have to do it, or you're not playing the race. You have to play the 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 traits of the of the race in that system. That is your goal as a role player. You want to role play an elf. You have to you have to have these certain tenets because all the, elves have these tenets. The four life paths, and uh, I, yes. I forget everything that the elves get, but like yeah, the yeah, orcs, there's, the, there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to do. Troll but, honor. You want to play a Klingon? Yeah. You can play a troll at Earthon. You are not. They, they 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 have they have a very klingon like sense of honor and they have rules and and ceremonies to to address slights of honor to apologize to to ceremonial combat you know all kinds of stuff you have to role play that if you want to play a troll the if orc you and his gahad playing a human in a troll suit and stop yep. it yep now uh the, the, just uh, the last one here so uh but how do you know a player can't play non-humans correctly until you see them try um well, first of all, a player is a he, not a him, not of them. Secondly, the uh, uh, it's I'm we're talking generalizations. So yeah, let me bring yeah. let me bring this up here because because let's put it here. Uh, hyperbole, satire, stereotypes, generalizations, assumptions, insults, and off-color language are often intentionally used for simplicity and or effect. Um, you know, I, I wow, oh that was cool. I didn't know I could make that go away completely. Oh, that's awesome. I just learned something about uh, StreamYard. Um, I can't make that uh, comment go away. So what does this say? Uh, dwarven wizards. Yes, there are dwarven yep. wizards in Earthdawn. It's a different world. Yep. It, it, it's, it's, the magic is suffused into everything in the everything. world. Everything. So it's a completely different system. Well, what's the number one most populous race in Earthdawn? Dwarf. Humans, right? No, dwarf. Oh, dwarf. oh dwarf that's right that's right that's right they're they're Dwarves, basically orcs, the, humans. The, the the creative and uh and uh not uh the, the creative center and the uh and the uh um financial center yeah. of of the whole country you know culturally save, yeah, yeah cultural center they're they're the, they are the ones who who pushed the for the entire continent to free themselves from slavery with with the with the compact spread it so, to all the other races and they all signed on and they all agreed. So basically in earth on dwarves are the humans that, yeah. that are depicted in most other role-playing games. They still have uh, uh, some traits about them. Uh, da, 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 da. <clears throat> no, no, I disagree with this. You have to know up front. You have to know, like, if, if you come up to me with an idea, I want to play an elven assassin. No, you don't. Not in my game, because an elf wouldn't be an assassin unless it's a one-time deal. And wouldn't consider himself an assassin either. Like, hey, um, there's a threat to our uh, uh, to our way of life, and this it could be an extinction-level event. We need this thing taken care of. An elf would just kind of feel the duty, if he feels the duty to do it, or not. 
like 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 that that's the it's i can't properly play an elf i'm definitely more on the dwarf side when it comes to that plus i don't really like elves but uh uh ascribing too much human humanity to elves is that's a problem now this segment wasn't supposed to be about that somebody else uh it was supposed to be more about the weirdos saying that uh you know uh we're racist uh, but uh there's another comment okay here we go now back to what he dog saying earlier about half elves why are there no half dwarves because nobody wants to fuck a chick with a beard Again, that, that that's the reason why there should be no half orcs. Same same reason. Uh, dwarf dwarf women are not pretty. Yeah, this whole I know Star Trek tried to and, explain this way oh, later, on. but and as we all know, human women do not like short men. <laughs> okay, we uh, all know that. Like, like I've actually heard some old school game masters recently say, you know, people who play things like OSE and White Box and Beck Me and so forth say that that they don't use race class limitations in those games. That uh, if you want to play a dwarven, like remember in in those games, dwarf is the class, right? Yeah. So if you want to play a dwarven cleric or a dwarven mage, I don't see why you can't. It's like, what game are you see, playing? Again, see, your that, homebrew, that, your table, your I rules. Like, that's why. That's why I like. AD&D first edition race class limit limitations. I like it. I like it a lot. If 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 you if you want to if you want to play a, a demi human race, you can. You have limitations depending on on what class you you take, but you get all these cool bonuses and and you you get the ability to multi class, whereas humans don't. Dear <laughs> uh, James, humans thank love, you very much. Women love gold, so dwarves are sugared. Okay. Now that's, that's racist. Fair. Because dwarves are Jews, according to Twitter. No, stop it. Well, that's the topic stop. we're supposed to be talking oh, about. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. W women also like money. That's true. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No, no. Look, I mean, that, that that's one. Look, look, this is a, this is a hard, it's, it's a little bit difficult for me to talk about this because in some regard, I agree with shadow, shadow and sun completely. How you play your table is your business. Yeah. But like I said last week, you know, I, I try to be here and say, hey, how you play at your table is your business. Hey, you know, everybody plays to have fun. Whoops, wrong button. That one. Um, and so forth. But I still can't help but sit here when I hear people talk about some of their games and say, oh, you're playing wrong. <laughs> like, I just can't help it. Like, yeah. there comes no, a point, yeah. like, making a little tweak here and there is one thing. Completely changing the idea of, like, you know, Tinker Gnomes are a great example. Tinker gnomes are broken. No, those aren't gnomes. Like, like, and now everybody thinks they are, but they're broken. I know we've talked about that before, but, but that's, it's like, everybody thinks that's, they, I can't talk, thinks that's what a gnome is. That's no. not what, that's just that the That is a very, gnome. very specific subset of gnome that exists only in one prime material plane. Well, two and now. And nowhere else. <laughs> yeah. uh, nowhere else. But, you know, if that if that's how you know, if you want gully dwarves to be dwarves everywhere, again, your business, you play that way. Um, well, you're doing uh, it wrong. <laughs> you, you, it's like you're, you're doing, doing it right, wrong. and you're doing it wrong. You're doing it right because it's your table. You're doing it right because these games are about having fun and imagination. Uh, but you're but doing, you're it, doing wrong it wrong because it's you're wrong. losing what makes them special. Yes, you're losing. You're losing the point of why. Uh, I don't say why they exist. You're losing the point of what. Really, really, I just I, what's in my head is just play human. Yeah, I want to do mean, something different than human. Cast a permanent, see uh, 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 dark and permanency spell on you. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> but the thing is, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Right. Just because you can play 
an elf like a dwarf doesn't mean you should do it. Just, <laughs> just because you can play a dwarf that is a wizard doesn't mean you should. You're actually diminishing not only yourself, but but the but dwarves and elves all around. Wow. See, I, I've heard two things. I've heard dwarves are Jews, and I've heard goblins are Jews. I guess if, if you play D&D, if you play Pathfinder, I don't know. I, it's you all know, stupid. Uh, if you I'm see that... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Jews are Jews. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say that goblins I'm gonna, I'm gonna, are I'm gonna goblins. I'm going to go on a limb and say that. Fucking racist bastards. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's... See, that's the thing. Is it, it, it's like, well, you're being racist by assigning these tropes to the to fictitious species. Yeah, uh, fine. that don't exist. Yeah, yeah. and, and let's, let's... Genus, the family, fine. Forget it. We're not even talking genus. They're different families of creatures yeah. <laughs> you know, like like the only thing worse the only thing worse than than trying to bring up the fact that you're being racist to something that doesn't exist is someone coming to the defense of something that doesn't exist what are you fucking stupid orcs are people too man no they're not <laughs> stop defending things that don't exist Oh, can't say mongrel man anymore because it's disparaging to people with deformities and it has the word man in it. Feminists must love it. Is this a mongrel person? No, a <laughs> mongrel man. There's no mongrel women. Ha ha. Women rule. Mo mongrel <laughs> men literally drool. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't close their mouths. Exactly. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures? Oh my God. Uh... Anyway, yeah, I, yeah. This is this was it's, my point at the beginning was to say that uh, uh, you know I'm, I'm struggling to find some segment two topics. One because you know we're really focused on our whole for segment one, Heroes Unlimited, and I'm not really looking at other games at the moment other than things that help me do mine. But guess what? What's the primary backbone of my game? <laughs> like, you know, so it's kind of a double whammy there with Palladium. And secondly, Shadow and Sun made it. I think you know he. he if, one of the things he pointed out quite well, and it's my point as well, is to say, why are, why are we talking about the same stuff over and over again? To some degree, it needs to be done. Repetition, you know, helps keep it in you know, somebody's side, which I think Omen Owl said, or as Omen Owl or Nerdy Ogre said uh, earlier. But, uh, you know, I don't like to harp on the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again. Yes, I don't like SJWs. Yes, I... I I, I believe in traditional game. I do, uh, uh, traditional games in the sense of there's a reason why these things exist and you know, you should play it as close to the vest as possible, as close to rules as written as possible, but I don't believe in rules as written. Again, there's like this gray area in there and I don't know how to explain it other than to say, you know, if you make remember when we had the video, uh, we, we had the segment however many months ago where he said, you know, this is, this is a house rule, house rule, house rule. Okay. Now you're going into homebrew territory. Okay. Now you're just in a different game. You know, it's it's that concept. It's like you know, I, I I can't define what porn is, but I know it when I see it. You know, it's it's those kind of comments. It's it's the same thing for me when it comes to the demi-human races or people playing tieflings. Like I play a half demon and I'm lawful good. No, you're not. Um, you know, when this weirdness just keeps kicking in, it's like all you all you're trying to do is play a human with the special powers or. Or the look at me, look at me, I'm different, I'm different. Oh, look at me, I'm so different. That that's that's all that's you're doing. Self-validation bullshit. Keep keep that between you and your mirror at night when you're alone. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be a part of it. 
So, uh, I sorry, I haven't been looking at chat here. See, I like gnomes. I play gnomes. <laughs> like, uh, and it's because, and I play gnomes because a lot of people don't. And I think that people play them as the tinker thing so much. Uh, <laughs> what's this? Mongrel entities. <laughs> okay. I call them, them dastardly beasts. <laughs> Boom. I had a point. Yes, I had a point at the beginning. Uh, they'll all be Cronenberg creatures now. Do, do, do. Uh, what's this? And more and more. That's uh, why more of all my non human scripts a long time ago. See, yet people. See, the people who only want to play non human races. I, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm not a human. I'm definitely human biased. He's, he's only human. <laughs> I only play humans. I only play humans. Why? Well, number one, they're they're easier to play. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a human, so I mean it's easier to play a human. That's great. But number two, I just think humans in most RPGs are the best race. It should be. Oh right, well, no, no, no. Okay, again, overall, overall, in my view, I think humans are the best race in in most in most RPGs. Yeah. See, the, the one thing that humans typically get is some sort of diversity, some sort of versatility, some sort of uh, ability to see... Un unlimited growth in any direction. Yeah, where other ones are like, well, this character can never be an engineer because you know, the, the race is too stupid. Um, but man, he can fight. I mean, Ram Pythons from Battlelords. I think that's another yeah. game that before 7th edition treated the races wonderfully uh everyone had a, a role horrible mistake but other than that yeah what's that the fought were a horrible mistake but well that yeah. wasn't that was in a kind of it was a, a joke uh, it was supposed to be a joke yeah. and it turned into a real race stop it yeah stop um it. he says uh, that's why i morphed all my non-human races and completely different races long ago again if that's what you do at your table I, all i would say is whatever you do at your table is your business just Give meaning to those. Why would anybody play human when I could have the bonuses of the the elf or dwarf? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I could talk uh, to squirrels. Why would I play human? Here, here's yeah. Here's the thing with 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 modern games. They're they're taking away the the specialness of a human and giving it to all the other races. Why? Why'd you do that? There's no reason for that. Everyone should have their own lane. And you're you're taking away the human's lane. Stop it. So I, I I'm not quite at forty years yet. Well, for playing, I've only been game mastering for thirty of those years. But uh, I mean, I, I don't think that time means anything. I, I get this goes like uh, Shauner says this too. I've been playing forever. I've been playing. You know, uh, yeah. that's you know that's like the YouTube channel thing. And I'm not yelling at Shadow and Sun. I'm just you know throwing no. out comments right now. Um, in fact, Shadow and Sud, if you guys haven't, subscribe to his channel. He's got some good stuff. Uh, not just some good stuff. He has a good channel. It's on there. It's a kid talking about games, talking about painting, talking about Arduin, talking about uh, probably some of this nonsense. Um, so go go subscribe to Shadow and Sun. Um, but that goes the same thing. It's like, well, my YouTube channel has 50,000 subscribers. Well, I've got 5 million, so I obviously am better. than No, it means you YouTube better. It doesn't mean you know more or are smarter. And my right way isn't necessarily your right way. I'm also talking generalizations because of the trope of the game. I am very pro, pro, pro setting. I play setting above game. Why? Because the game core rules of the game are already going to promote the setting. 
Like that to me, they're just intricate. They're 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 integral. Uh, unless you taint change too many rules. Yeah, level caps edge. But I know a lot yeah. of people. DM first of all, thank you for the five dollars, DM James. Thank you very and, much. Uh, and uh, and that that's why I like ADE first edition better than ADE well, second edition because you, of of l- l- level caps and class restrictions. But humans didn't have any of that. So well, but, first edition AD and D. Yeah, they. Really low, but DM James yeah. said something in a recent video that's fighting words. Oh, really? He said that AD and D second edition did nothing better than first edition. Ooh, um, Thaco is better than the combat yeah. matrix across yeah. the board, is better, yep. easier to understand, better progression, yep. uh, still keeps the same concept. I also, I like, I like the uh. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with him on this one. Uh, I, I like the level caps of second edition better than first edition because level cap of level four, it's a meaningless character. If you're going to do that, you may as well just play racist class. But having a level cap of nine is a playable character. So yeah. um, to be fair, though, uh, first edition did a lot of things better than second edition. Bard. How many times do we have to say that? Mm-hmm. The Bard in first edition was so much better. You know, uh, There were things better in first edition absolutely i like both editions you know it's but uh but to say that second edition did nothing better ha! okay anyway uh uh let's let's see <laughs> but, uh, oh you know, uh thaco was was in was in first edition well uh and ADD second edition is soft version of 1e so, okay soft version uh, uh s- s- second edition added a whole bunch of stuff um, yeah, it had too much bloat though. <laughs> it, it had a lot of bloat, but I liked it. It I liked the blue box. I really liked the blue box. The, the the blue box told the player that this is optional. This is up to your this is up to the dungeon master if this is in there or not. I love the blue box in, in second edition. I love it, love it, love it. Because uh in in, in current DD, they don't have that. They don't specifically state everything is optional when everything is optional. No, it's all in the rules. That means it has to be in there. No, if it's blue box, it's optional. If it's oh. blue box, it's up to the game master. This is a rule in my games. So, yes, I do say that. You will not play. I will not let female players play male characters, and I will not let male characters play female characters in my game. It's immersion it breaking. More, it causes more problems than than uh, than than it does, you know, solve role play situations. It, there, there, the 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 cost benefit is not there. It's just not there. Yep. Uh, part of it's for my own experience playing the game. I don't want some burly old dude with a beard, you know, coming down to here with this voice, you know, getting all like, "Hey, boys, how you doing?" You know, there's some sort of fat Albert going on here. No. Um, so uh yeah that's actually a rule in my game <laughs> uh humans are not that special been outside well i mean we're special in a fantasy setting we're prolific yeah. that's that's one of our things in a, in a yeah. fantasy setting um it's just i think playing and running with more people makes you a better gm not playing for 50 years with the same six people i think there's yeah. strength to both there, there is strength to both i mean uh if, if you're playing with the same people for for you know decades then uh, you you don't you don't have a breadth of experience, but you have depth of experience. If you play with a whole bunch of people over the course of a whole bunch of decades, you have a wide range, a breadth of experience of a whole different people, but you don't have depth 
that, that, that you would get with playing with the same people all the time. So each has its bonuses, each has its pluses and minuses. The, the, I mean, the thing ideally, I like, you, you would want to play, you know, entire campaign, a year, two year long campaign with the same five people and then move on to another two year long campaign with a sure. different five people that will give you more breadth and depth, not as much as either the extremes, but it'll make you a more well-rounded game master. I agree in that. So, so I, generally, I agree. So, as somebody who has played all over the world, and I don't say that as like a pat on my back; it's just you know nature of my job and and what I've done. Um, I like both. I like almost exactly what Heathen Dog said the best. I want to play with the same group of people from beginning to end, whether the campaign's two, three, four, five years. But then I do enjoy seeing other people. But here's going to be the funny thing about that: this is what I've learned from playing around the world and with other people. I've learned less about what I like and more about what I don't like. Because as I played around the world, that this is why the Andrews group with Heathen Dog was a very interesting situation for me. It was actually the first group that I had run into after high school that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, my Kirtland group wasn't so bad. I actually uh, liked them, but we didn't really start catching steam, and then all of a sudden we started PCSing. But... Um, but, uh, you know, in between there and, and the other groups that I, that I had, like, no, there was always one a-hole that, uh, that just wanted, if there any girls there, I want to do it, be kind of person. And then there's, you know, you, you had a person who couldn't shut up about, well, I've been playing for 16 years and I have a 24th level Archmage with 59, you know, magic items that I have in my pinky. And it's like, dude, I don't fucking care. We're playing this, you know, um, and, you know, again, that's where I learned about playing against type. I used to be the guy that played against type. I really was. I did it a lot because I think everybody goes through that phase. I think it's a necessary phase to have too, because it helps you to think outside the box. What I learned and Earth Dawn taught this to me is that playing within the box, have a box, you find out that there's still infinites within that box. The disciplines of Earth Dawn taught me that better than anything else. Yep. Now it, it at, at first, at first the Earth Dawn disciplines seem very constraining. Because you have to have a certain point of view for magic to work. But many different kinds of point of view fit in that box. Mm -hmm. So you you if you play three sword masters in a row, they can each play differently, but still be sword masters. They still have the showmanship about them, but express exactly. it yes. differently. Because yes, you you can play the uh uh the uh swashbuckling uh uh, three Musketeers Swordmaster. You can play the uh, the Kung Fu, you know, you know, uh, or Kung Fu or or or, or Samurai Swordmaster, whose whose showmanship is pure intimidation. You, you you know, and you can play many many. Those are two off the top of my head, but you can play many many other kinds. But you still fall under the tenets of a Swordmaster, and and you can still play somebody who who acts differently. I want to see if I can find it. I don't think that second edition got rid of all the Tatas. It did. Look, the satanic panic kicked in. We can all have our opinions about, you know, devils and demons being gone, uh, you know, replaced by the Tanari, uh, Batsu, and Yugalas. Uh, maybe not him personally, but yeah. Um, him personally. I blame him. He's okay. taking all the blame. Uh, I mean, there, there's, I know there's a picture. I, think, I can't remember if it's in DMG. I showed it off on like one of the Friday chill streams that has that chick. I can tell you that as a 
as a young lad <laughs> that 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 picture was looked at a, a couple of times um where she's summoning she's on her knees and she's summoning i forget what it is and she's very scantily clad yeah the actual boobies yeah i know um si some things are sign of times and i accept as sign of times some things are sign of times and, and are bad like uh good drow that's that's bad that's bad um uh, let's see, 2E, slightly less tabletop organ. Now, uh, there's been a lot of arguments between us, I shouldn't say arguments, discussions between us and gatekeepers and a few other people out there where I'm very theater of the mind. Now, I'm not 100% pure theater of the mind. No. I'm like 80% theater of the mind. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not going to use a grid, but you will sketch out a map if, yeah. if, if, if you want people to understand scale better. You know, right, like right. Un un understand a little more about their environment so they can make better decisions. You're not going to go so far as to like, oh, two meter square grids. Oh, you can only move this far and that far. No, that's that's a whole bunch of math nonsense that you don't need. Right. But sometimes you need to sketch out what's going on so people can wrap their head around it. I get it. But 80 percent of the time, you don't need that if you. If you, uh, if you, if you, as the game master describe the area and situation properly, you won't need a grid or a sketch, but sometimes some situations are complicated enough that you need to sketch something out. That's the 20. Yeah. You know, you know I'm with you. You know, where my, where my favorite place to play outside the United States where, uh, or outside, you know, my, my two best groups, one, which includes Von Zark and the other, which includes, you know, you guys, you know, Garton. I love playing in Germany. Because the Germans, I wouldn't say racist, but didn't have a filter when they played. And I loved it. Nobody was worried about somebody's feelings. And it's like it was, I mean, I'm sure universities there are just as bad as our universities here, but there was no filter. And I don't know if I can tell this story on YouTube. And I think I've told the Heathen Dog one time, but here's, here's one of the stories that happened in the fifth. No, are we still playing second edition? Yeah, we're still playing second edition. I was playing my Priest of Lyra. This is a Forgotten Realm setting. And uh, I went to uh, go inside and, and study at the library. I, I, we were working for somebody, sort of. And I offered to work in order to get access to a library. And the thief decided to work outside. And uh, the German lady said, oh, so uh, how do I say this? properly without getting kicked off youtube so you're the you're so you're the plantation worker and you're the house n-word ah uh. i was like dude yes again no filter and that, i'm telling you she was like a, a late 20s maybe early 30s uh woman <laughs> like this wasn't some random guy trying to impress anybody like i i, I the germans like and man the stuff they'd say about you know some of the european things as well but uh they take their war games very seriously more seriously than I ever could, even for BattleTech. But but my point being is like we didn't have these uh, these proclivities. Uh, for we appreciate we're always coming. That's uh, hey, I like the fact that you challenged me. That's that's one of the yep. things that like, because I get very defensive. I know I do. I know some of my weaknesses. I do get very defensive. That doesn't mean I don't like to be challenged. I don't like arguments all the time, constantly. That gets boring. Like, oh God, what's this guy saying now? But no, I like the fact that you that you point out some things and challenge me. Also, it helps us to helps people in chat. Might not change my mind, but there are people in chat that can see that there are different ideas, opinions. Yeah, uh, seeing a different point of view is never inherently bad. Never inherently bad. It can only make you a better person, whether you agree with it or not, whether it changes your mind or not. 
understanding that other people have a point of view and coming to coming to the to the conclusion that they can have that point of view and not be evil makes you a better person. No problem. This is a touchy one for me. <laughs> when we value animals more than people, we tend to lose our humanity. I don't uh, like people. He doesn't like people. He likes animals more than mm -hmm. people. And yep. I'm I'm going to tell the squirrel story. Squirrel story. Oh, oh you, you, you'll get. It. Oh, I remember the squirrel story, dude. If I hadn't, never mind. Yep, go ahead. Here, here's what happened. John was was uh, visiting me in Michigan, and I I had a I had, I had a fiance before my current wife, and and she had a little brother who was an absolute dipshit. And uh, John John and and I and her and he were were hanging out at, at her her house. He was young and, uh, and I just accepted him for being young at that point. Yeah, yeah, he was he was like six, he was like 14, 16, something like that. I forget. But uh he saw a squirrel in the yard and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go get my BB gun and shoot that squirrel. And John's like, You don't 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 do that in front of me. He's like, it's my house, I'll do what I want. So he he goes, he goes and get he goes and gets it. And John warned him again. Mind you, there were also two cats out in the yard as well, yeah, stalking the squirrel. Exactly. And, and John told him again, listen, if you shoot at that, I'm, I'm, I'm coming after you. And I knew it was going to happen. And, and, uh, my, my friend said, tell him why I knew it's going to happen. No, 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 no. Shh, shh. I, I told, I told her to be quiet because this guy was a dick and I wanted his ass kicked, but I couldn't <laughs> do it. So I knew it was going to happen and I let it. The, the moment he took a shot, he missed. But the moment he took a shot, John was up like a shot. Put, uh, tackled him against the against the grill that was outside. Scared the shit out of him. Well, you, you said that so my happy. face went completely blank. Like, what did you exactly. say? I looked like a. Um... He 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 looked like a machine. It had just taken over. A Terminator had just taken over. No emotion at all. Only murder. Logical murder was about to happen. Yeah, so, so yeah, I remember grabbing the kid. He knocked my glasses off, and I was about to—I uh, was about to hit him in the back of the neck with my elbow. Yeah, and I stopped. Yeah, you stopped. I wanted you to hit him. You stopped yourself. I was a little upset, and then I came over and I was like, "Oh no, no, break it up, break it up!" But I, I wanted you to hit him at least once because he was a little prick, and I wanted him to get hit, and I wasn't allowed to do it. I was a guest. So just so you know how this how this kind of worked out a little bit more. So so while I was visiting Heathen Dog, who lived elsewhere, I was yep. actually staying at his fiance's place with the with this little brother. So this was the house I was staying at <laughs> that this happened. Uh, yeah. So no, I, here's the thing. You know, I, I don't quote the Bible a lot because I don't consider myself Christian, but there's some some tenets in there that I look at. And one of one of them is this. How we treat the least of us is how we'll be judged. And I don't necessarily believe that there's a dude in the sky that's going to judge us. That's up to you if you believe that. But, but other point, people will, will, will judge you the, the way you treat us. Like for like a, um, a, a woman who a woman or a man who, who treats a waiter or a waitress like shit. I, that, 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 that's the last date right there. We're done. We're done. Yeah. I, I, I have three things that I, I want to say I protect for the lack of a better term. Children, because they're our future. As much as kids annoy the living crap out of me, they're our future. And I usually blame and bad children. And they literally children. can't protect themselves. Right. The, and it's usually the parents that are the problems, not the kids. Yeah. Two. Elderly. Elderly. Because they've put into the world and they can't help that their bodies are failing them. Yeah. It's going to happen to all of us. Well, at least I hope it happens to all they've of us. They've done their uh, job. 
and now they, they they deserve to have the rest of their existence with as much dignity as possible. And the next are animals. Now, here's my point about animals, though. I'm not against hunting. I eat meat. But I do try to find free-range food because I don't like the idea of cows having their legs broken just to, just to feed us. I don't like the way the poultry industry feeds chickens. So I do try as best as possible, although the prices are right now almost skyrocketing out of range, um, to do free range. So I'm not, I, I watched chickens getting slaughtered when I was younger. I'd rather never do that in my life. Um, I went deer hunting with my dad a few times. The one time I actually had a deer in my sight, <laughs> let's just say my, my real dad and I had a conversation after that about what to do around a firearm. Um, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I was offered, a heathen dog might remember this, when I was in, so when I was in the Air Force, I worked with a photographer's combat camera. I was offered to go to survival school. I said, no, because I'd have to kill a rabbit. I won't do it. Now, if it's me or the rabbit, yes. If it's me or the bear, yes. But as long as I know there's a grocery store down the road, you can't convince me to, to kill an animal. I, I won't. I just won't do it. Um, you know, you might have whatever thoughts you want about that. Uh, my thing is, I, and I really like the Native American way of how treating animals, you know, re revering it for the life that it gave to feed us, you know, that kind of nonsense. And now, clothe you and keep your warm, right. you know, to, uh, and, and animal fat can, can fuel a lantern to give you light, to protect you yeah. at night, stuff like that. You know, all, all, all of that is good. And while, while Max, you know, can't kill an animal himself, unless, unless it was survival, he understands that it still has to happen for, yes. you know, his life to to continue on as he wants it to you know he likes chicken he likes meat he likes well i don't know if you like kind of a carnivore well yeah. i'm from minnesota man i ate so much fish growing up it's just like one of those things like i'm glad my wife doesn't force me to eat a lot of fish yeah because I, I haven't seen you eat a lot of fish so mm -hmm. I, I guess that's why i, I grew uh, up with it it's one of those things where it's like oh my god let me guess we're having fish again tonight yay more fish yeah. <laughs> like, I, had yeah, the lemon nice juice right next to me to dissolve the bones um anyway like, I, I, again, everybody's got their own concept of, of animals. I'm not going to try to get into a little PETA argument. I'm not PETA because I think they kill more animals than they help anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, th that's just my take. I don't like humanity. Based on even some of the stuff that happened in chat here, I, I don't. I think as a species, we, you know, I, I believe in the Matrix thing. We're a virus. We've taken over this planet to the point. Now, there's arguments about we can still feed until 9 million, 19 billion, 400. I don't care about that. It'd be just nice to have a fucking place to go that was more than, you know, a two hour drive where I could just be like, ah, no people. I loved living in New Mexico when I lived there at that time because a half hour drive up the Sandia Mountains, I was away from everybody. Yep. <laughs> you know, everybody I, I love I love that. Um, and that, that, that was that was another thing in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Vegas is a city in the middle of a desert in the middle of nowhere. You look out the window and you can see where there are no people. Oh, look. There's where the city stops. And beyond that, there's literally nobody. You, you, you take a drive 15 minutes in any direction. There's no one there. Nobody there. So if you don't like people and, and you have solar panels, live there. <laughs> yeah, so that, this is a good comment because I like nature. And yeah. I would never. Animal, man, that's the way yes. it is. That's I will never put a bird. So we had this incident when I lived in Illinois. Um, we had a bird that was making a nest in our uh, dryer um the the dryer vent yeah and i had to get rid of it well it was in the house and i had some people like oh man you should let your cat go after it why would i do that now if the bird's in the house okay my black cat that i currently had he's killed mice in germany 
I watched him kill a mouse in Germany. He was outside. The mouse was outside. He stalked the mouse, did his cat thing. That's, that's nature being nature. When the cheetah yep. eats the rabbit, that's what I don't like. Now, on the other hand, again, I also believe we're humans. We have technology. We have guns. The deer don't. Cool. Just be humane about it. I've got a friend of mine who's like, oh, I love just watching the life just leave their eyes. You're a fucking that's psychopath. Weird, dude. You yes. got some problems. Yes. You got some damn problems. Yep. But so, an actual hunter hunts in a certain way, goes for the instant kill. Because the, you what about what about the people who declaw panthers in Arizona and take their pack of dogs and their five buddies and go shoot a fucking panther that can't climb a tree? Yeah. What what the hell, dude? You're just you're killing for fun. You're just an asshole. Yes. So and so I mean, so my thing, and I'm sorry for being on this animal rights thing. We've lost a few viewers, maybe because of that, maybe because of other yeah, things, whatever. Did. But uh, we should but, probably uh, move on. It's, we, it's, we will. It's already, it's already four. I, four I, I just want to finish up by saying that there's a, the reason I don't hang out with a lot of people. I yeah. like chatting with you guys. I like I like this environment. Um, but when I go in public, whether it's a movie theater, I usually come back grumpier because I see what human humans do to each other and how they treat each other. And it's weird because a lot of this is in the United States and not outside the United States. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, All, right. All right. I'm going to throw up the invite for uh, segment yeah. three. What, what were we supposed to talk about in segment? Oh, we're supposed to talk about how, once again, we're bored about Twitter just saying everybody's racist. So um, if you guys have something good for segment two, post it on our Discord. And I know some yeah. of you try, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Crafty, Violent Cells Everything, yeah. Omen Owl. I know I'm missing some names out there. Okay. Thank you. Newer is good. Different is better. What is that? For, for, for segment two topics. New is good, but different is better. All right, I'm going to go use the little heathen dog's room while we're waiting for people to jump in. Oh, man. I, I once killed a bird by ripping when I was five years old, and my cat had caught a bird, but it was still alive. Oh, God, everybody's popping in. Uh, let me finish this up first, and I'll get you guys in. Um, and I didn't know. I, I watched my mom rescue a bird by pulling it out of the cat's jaw, because apparently my cat didn't know how to shake his head like that at that point. I ripped that bird out of my cat's teeth, that poor bird. I'm still traumatized by that. <laughs> That's five years old. Uh, all right. Uh, Omen Owl popped in first, so we'll get... Um, uh, let me get the segment three banner up first. Again, I just want to be very clear. I'm not against hunting or survival. All right, Omen Owl, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about the topics, but not exactly about Heroes Unlimited, just because <laughs> you're putting in there, and all I could think is we need to do better editing. They oh God, yeah. Much, I, I mean, looking at that, and then looking at modern modern RPGs for tables and color and everything else. All I can think is, please God, if you are going to do a, a new edition or if you're going to do an RPG, make it readable and concise. I'm scared though that uh, if he gets an editor because he's got this uh, Savage Rules guy in there now is like his potential successor that he's just going to cater to the they them world and i mean everybody's doing it. i got into two arguments this weekend over that stupid nonsense with my right-wing friends where i was like look guys you complain about this woke nonsense but then you do this like oh man that's not woke like bullshit these idiots control language i all of a sudden you're, you're there's you're speaking in their terms that the, the they them and sometimes i have a problem whenever i'm talking about a contractor because I look at them as a group and I would say they, 
even though technically it's one person in certain cases that would be a he as the owner. I, I, I just hate certain parts. And to be fair, I still spell armor with a U and color with <laughs> a U. So you, you and know, Sheriff. Well, well, and that's the problem. Ultima four, Ultima three, you know, back in the 1980s, that's, that's a hundred percent on me from, from that aspect. And I, and I don't care what anyone says. I still spell gray with an E. Anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because uh, I did that for many years and then somebody corrected me. I think it was when I was, uh, was it when I was doing English? I forget. Like, why do you keep spelling it with a gre- with an E? That's somebody's name. Like, no, that's how you spell gray. Like, no. And I looked it up. I was like, oh. Well, well, it is. It is correct. And you can't say it isn't, but that's a. Yeah, but, you know, but, but not, I'm not Canadistanian, so. Yeah, well, yeah. This I, is American I, English, damn it. Well, the problem is, is I've lived in Europe and the U.S., so I really don't care. And the other thing is, is I don't like the A. It looks too common. Anyway. Yeah, fair. But, uh, no, anyway, but I meant, you know, just looking at, you know, how we were, how I was looking at it and, hey, this is bold and then I'm going to bold this, even though it's the same thing. And all I can think is, man, the modern day where they actually put the statistics or they start putting in tables. So you could, well, not that I like Shadowrun 4E, but they would put the item and then they would put the description and then whatever the essence cost and, and everything else in a nice table and then they would have the short little description so you could sp- split it apart so you're not trying to merge everything in yeah i i understand what you're saying about the editing from a from a wording language part of me though it says just tables make things easier to read it makes it easier for players to to bring up if i have to print something off in a pdf my God, it's so easy to print a table off and print off a hundred pages of description just to find out what I want. Plus, it saves money. And, and <laughs> but that's what I wanted to go. I know that we all went into this much deeper topic, but honestly, I kind of feel like yeah. we, we've been beating dead horse about everything else. But if you're going to well, write, that, our- that, that's that's my thing for segment two. Before we get my, my Hawkman in here, that that is the thing. Is it's not that I'm not looking. Yeah, I don't. You know, people post stuff on my Discord to be like. Oh, Max, what do you think about this? I, mean, I don't know what that is. Like, you don't watch that guy? Like, how many hours do you think I have in a day? To, you know, to do? I mean, I have a full-time job. I have things that I'm doing at home. I'm trying to write my own stuff. And yes, I watch videos while I'm writing my own stuff. I have some streamers that I like to support. Um, I'm behind on Shadow and Sun videos. I'm behind on DM James videos. I, you know, like, anyway, you know, so it's like I only have such limited time. So, no, just assume I haven't seen it until I say I have or something like that. But uh, but it's just that repetition. It's like, uh yeah, we repeated ourselves sometime, you know, in this one just because the topic went in that direction. But- well, I mean, could could you do like uh, I guess in the topic two is the best layout or the best you know for games that are easy, whether you like the system or not. Just <laughs> oh yeah, easy Osric. Yeah. Osric and uh, and it's funny because this one's written by the same guy, uh, Sword and Sword and Wizardry, or Sword and Sword yeah Sword and Wizardry. You're gonna see my legs. <laughs> I have to say that to everybody now. Um, yes, God, yeah, sword, I, I think they're whiter than mine. <laughs> well, it causes the uh, the the. And I literally don't own shorts. <laughs> I was working outside for almost two weeks in shorts in Alabama sun. I told you I don't burn. <laughs> you don't tan either. <laughs> <laughs> I tanned a little bit, not too much, but yeah. Um, but uh, no, so I mean, there. But it's hard to say because layout is somewhat subjective. There are many different types of layout. Like I know some people hate digest size books, hate them. You know these. 
And while I'm not a huge fan of digest-sized books, I actually, I like them to some degree. Like, I, I like them in my hand, you know, but I, on my bookshelf, I'd rather have a full-size book. But, you know, so, so some of that's uh, uh, different for people. Heathen Dog hates black, books that are written with uh, black backgrounds with white text on them. That doesn't bother yeah. me at all. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Growing up as a kid where all your monitor was black and then you had either the green or the white screen, I can understand whether you like it or not, but I, I, I like it because the white really starts aggravating my eyes, especially when it's on glossy paper and it reflects some. So that's, that's just a personal preference. Um, Where is it? Where's that stupid book? There it actually, is. to be fair, I like the ones that are not black, but they have the um, like beige. This yeah. sucks. See, see, I like that. Look at that. Look at I that. Like see that. all that glare. Mm -hmm. It's white glare on white lettering which means you can't fucking read it <laughs> white hey, glare with black lettering may be annoying but you can still read it i this, well it's, it's you just have to find just the right oh there you go i can read it now but now I, I can't yeah no no i mean i understand where it's come from i'll tell you this much whenever you print out it doesn't have a white equivalent oh then then you're just using all your ink but i i, I understand that but i meant I like it when it's not that that necessarily that black, not, not the but glossy when it's, paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Bad whenever it's a, whenever it's a, like the Conan books have kind of that beige looking in the background. Yeah, yeah. It's toned down the white a little bit. See, it's like web pages for me. I hate white web pages. I hate them. I, I like black web pages because it's yeah. like when I have a white web page, like this one I've got over here, because I was trying to look up what Violence Solves Everything was saying, and I could, I thought he was wrong, and he is. Uh, <laughs> uh, cannot is one word. And, and to be fair, when you talk about the optional rules and the little blue boxes, I really wish that they would do more of that to highlight it. And I don't think enough games do that anyway, just because it's like, oh, here's how you can change it from a low fancy, or I say low fancy, or like a cinematic to a right. to a gritty feel. And they did that with Shadowrun. Oh, here, you can do this. And I like fourth edition because they would do that. It would like, oh, you can put on a maintenance cost, which are not in the basic rules. And I wish we would do more of that in the games. And to be fair, even first edition, even though it was hidden in somewhere, I kind of like the ones where it would say, oh, um, an optional rule is a fighter fighting less than one hit die gets to attack multiple times up to their level. Well, that didn't that become a feat later on? Cleave or something like that? I don't even want to count fifth edition. Fifth edition has so <laughs> well, much. Well, I thought, but I thought, well, I thought that was third, but yeah. No, no, this was this was first and second, but I yeah, yeah, but yeah, though the whole the whole feet thing started later on, and yeah, cleave and and, and great cleave were were, yeah. were feet that recreated that mechanic later on. And, and what I wish that they did is sorry, and I'll then I'll this will be my last little part. I like the Dave Arneson when you hit a monster and kill it, then you get another attack. I kind of like hey, you can uh, sort of move that oh, mo like time. a momentum. What I call yeah. a momentum yeah. attack. Yes, right. Which, which Conan does a good job for. Anyway, that's it. All right, hey guys, have a good day. You too. Right. Thank you for right. popping on in. All right, let's get my Hawkman. He's been waiting a while. Hey, my Hawkman, how you doing today? That good, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I was looking at the wrong screen, and, and I'm like, wait a second. It looks like Omenal is still on, but that was a stream yeah. delay from Twitch chat. There you go. What's <laughs> up? Uh, well, one of the things I was thinking of is the whole uh, cybernetics thing. Yep. Because some fictional settings have a version of cybernetics in some manner. Every single fictional setting that does this style of cybernetics does it differently. 
Mm-hmm. But I mean, a, a lot of the time, a lot of things are like s- simple implants, like you know, like get, get, getting a blade uh, attached to your radius or something like that. Yeah, like like Shadowrun. You know, they're all just implants. Some settings, though, it's like I, I mentioned in chat on YouTube. I think it was uh, a setting referred to as Mutineer's Moon, which was a book series by I think it was Heinlein. Mm-hmm. In that one, the cybernetics uh, developed by the old uh, human empire that used to control pretty much the entire galaxy sure. until they accidentally killed themselves somehow. Yeah, uh, okay. complicated. Long story. Anyway, okay. so. The cybernetic technology that these guys had developed was advanced enough that it was kind of like taking this sort of cybernetics that went into the $6 million man and then miniaturizing them to be smaller than grains of rice. And instead of having Mm -hmm. like one cybernetic implant to increase your strength as you uh, bend your finger, you instead have like a thousand of them in the in the muscles in your finger. Interesting. Okay. So, so here's, here's something actually, you brought up something that I kind of wanted to mention earlier. Um, when I look at heroes unlimited, I'm looking at this, like, and I'm using some, some degree, I'm using Kevin's own words. This is a cinematic experience. This is not science. <laughs> this is not, um, I, like I don't know realistic how to say technology. Yeah, it's not realistic. It's not meant to break into the next level or anything like that. This right here, this isn't to Mark Hawkman. This is to everybody who watched segment one. This, this right here, if you read about it in a comic book or can expect to read about it in a comic book or in a, a, a hero, heroic TV show, that is what you're in here. That's the reason that I have kind of the heartburn with the, uh, the bionic character. But everything else outside of that, like, you know, when Heathen Dog was talking about um, the, uh, uh, the the hand versus the arm. Well, we never played the hand. If you only did your hand, that would be a hand. If you did your arm, it included the hand because what are you going to put your hand, glue it back on somehow? Yeah, yeah. It was, it's that it's thing. really, really dumb. Yeah. But the point was, is was to build the type of character. And I say build because it's bionics, but is is to have the type of character that you could envision in one of those type of TV shows setting. or comic yeah, books. heroic comic or TV show setting. And you don't have to be super realistic. Like uh, through, throughout the, throughout the entire oh. bionic section, you, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but it didn't talk about tactile response at all. Whereas in many other uh, game systems that have bionics talk about and cybernetics, it. it actually talks about the loss of tactile response and function. Yeah, Rifts talks about it the other Riffs way. Rifts talks says, about that, yeah. but Heroes Unlimited doesn't. The reason being is because this is a comic book type thing, and that's beyond the scope of, of the comic book genre for the most part. So we're going to let it go. We're, we're going to let the individual game master decide on if you lose, if you have limited or no feeling in your arm or you have, I can tell complete. you 20 years ago, I would have done that because I was into that realism. Now I'd be like, come now, on. No, no, no. It's, it's a comic book game, man. Just let it be, you know, like, yeah, you're on the mentality now. So yeah, I mean, you, you have to, you have to look at it through the, through the framework of the game. And if it's a heroic game, not a post-apocalyptic, you know, depressing game, if it's a heroic uh, modern day game, you're going to let some stuff slide. You don't need the super realism. You don't need the the exact science. 
you know, it's a comic book, man. Let it go. That's actually the, where I was going with that is that yeah. in that setting, because of the fact that they still had their original human skin just with millions of tiny cybernetics underneath it, they still had all of their normal tactile sure. sensations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Shadowrun has, uh, has, you know, muscle replacement and 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 nerve replacement and stuff like that but you keep your skin you have dermal plating and shadow run it goes underneath your skin you uh, the only thing if, if if you go into the source books they have ortho skin which is actually uh almost complete skin replacement but they do have you lose some tactile function because it's not a comic book type video it's not a comic book type game it's it's in a it's in a you know futuristic a little more gritty framework of an atmosphere so they they examined that portion of the consequences where in a game like this or in a game like marvel superheroes or 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 dc they're not going to examine that a lot because that's that's not what it's about that's not what the game's about i like fact, that they i can see this. it going two ways I could see one episode, we'll call it, or one book where it's like, ah, well, uh, he's an unfeeling machine, so we can have him going in. He'll be immune to this. Where the next one, the evil genius is like, oh, but I found a way to make him feel. So I'm going to blast him with feeling rays. And all of a sudden now he's going to feel the pain or, or whatever. Like comic books do and anime and uh, and superhero TV shows, et cetera, et cetera. They all do these some of these weird things. So you can literally feel something this week and not next week depending on the situation. But if that type of realism, if that type of uh, um, word starts with an I, not intricacy, but I'm going to go with that, is required for your game, maybe the superhero genre isn't the type of game to play. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying maybe it isn't. Again, this isn't aimed at Mark Hawkman. It's just that he jogged that because I wanted to say that earlier during segment one. Um, just keep, when we're talking about this and when we're talking about like Marvel superheroes when Heathen Dog talks, we're talking superheroic people. I saw the Hulk get punched and fly damn near halfway across the world and get up. Did he feel it? He probably felt it like I would feel like bumping into the wall or something. You know? there, there was actually a comic book where the Hulk punched Fin Fang Foom so hard that Fin Fang Foom literally landed on the moon. And it did exactly what you suggested. It's like, okay, well, that was annoying. Now what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, th this, this, is, uh, this is a hyper unrealistic setting. So, you know, trying, trying to constrain it with realistic ideas is only doing you and the game a disservice. Uh, I, I was just mentioning that because the fact that it's just like, I, there are actually fictional settings like, well, with Star Trek and the Borg, where you can literally grow cybernetics inside someone in, in, in yeah. ways that, well, you know, uh, bi they don't even count as implants. <laughs> yeah, uh, Heroes Unlimited, I think, even has biotechnics in another book. No, yeah, you're right. Uh, they have, they have, uh, they have super futuristic stuff. I think in the Aliens Unlimited book, they have an expanded cybernetics and bionics section there. Yeah, there's a third one they add to it. It's, it's bio something. It's like yeah, bio. bio I forget what it is too. I, I I can't recall at the moment. But yeah, they and and they they have they have like super high tech stuff, which is what Mar Hawkman is talking about. You know, yeah. like like uh, a rifts level bio comp where you have nanites in your body that constantly repair damage and augment systems and and activate it, hormonal functions. But there's on a point where it, where it breaks the scope of the game. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. It it doesn't fit in the scope of Heroes Unlimited, so they didn't have it in the main book. They they it, it, they tried to keep it on point which is the in, superhero in, genre. 
in the case of Mutineer's Moon, it was actually stated in one of those books that this kind of cybernetics technology was something like 20,000 years ahead of uh, human technological development at the time. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it actually literally required a uh, computer to use automated surgical tools to literally just like chop you into pieces like, like uh, like salami, and, and then reassemble you with the cybernetics between the pieces. Yeah, and I, I can only imagine how that would feel. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you're not conscious during. I don't. Well, no, you're not conscious, but you know, just just the 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 existential fear of going under, like knowing what they're going to do to you. See, all I can picture is ice pirates. Well, uh, <laughs> well, well in, in the book, it actually uh, says that. Uh, people who uh, uh, go through this procedure need a week just to relearn how to walk. <laughs> we talked about this last week, DM James. You better catch up, sir. <laughs> be, be, because, you know, it, it takes them that long for their brain to, uh, to learn readjust to, to their new body all situation. Of the cybernetics yeah. in them. <laughs> exactly right. Yes. Yes. And uh, a, a lot of games do not, pur they purposefully do not go into that. Like uh, like like Heroes Unlimited and Shadowrun, they don't go over the relearning thing. Like you get a bionic arm, you know, you get an arm replacement. It th this game does not go over the idea that you have to go through months of physical therapy to use that arm properly, or you're gonna start crushing stuff, you know. And you know, like, oh crap! I tried to open the door, I shattered the doorknob. You know, well, that, like that's that's why I think that, uh, and I agree with you. They don't go into that because, again, why do you want to deal with that in a in a superheroic type game? But that's why I think that bionics can feel is because how do you know to grab that guy and not crush his neck? You know, well, if you don't I mean, have a computer in your head saying that's twelve pounds of pressure, thirteen pounds of pressure, fourteen pounds of pressure. Stop! You're you're still well, doing it based on your own what brain. That pressure is through experience. If you and, were having a realistic campaign. And, and, and a lot of games, though, uh, uh, so stuff like that would get hand-waved as, like, uh, you, you spend uh, a week in a library researching how to learn a new spell from a book. They're not actually going to RP an entire week of reading. I wouldn't books. want to role play that, that out. No, like like the whole like, like yeah. cybernetic adjustment period would end up uh, getting hand waved the same way. Yeah, that's that's a whole background process. You know, if 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 the game calls upon a process like that, I will just say while you are doing the obligatory yeah. healing period, you are also doing physical therapy to learn how to control your new limb or whatever. And then when when you're done with your healing period, you're also done you know, with complete mastery of your limb. Where I think that would be good, not with the bionic uh, power category, but with the character that gets it added on after the fact. Like, I'm that alien, or okay. I'm the experiment yeah. that's Who like... gets an implant later during the campaign. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, okay. that's where I can see it yeah. co coming in, if you wanted to. Again, how... But again, if you didn't want to, you could do, like I said, and just have, it in, have, have the rehab involved in the healing period. So you don't have to deal with it. That's fine. Too. All right. Uh, anything else, Mark Hawkman? Otherwise, I think we're going to call it and wrap it up as the show for today. Oh, right. Uh, there actually well, was another thing. Um, okay. So something more directly related to this specific fictional setting. Okay. Uh, it, it's not the image in the chat earlier, but um, in Ghost in the Shell, which is a, a fictional setting that has a whole lot of cybernetic characters. Yeah. yeah. One of the things in that setting that... I personally remember as being interesting because of the fact that a lot of other fictional settings just don't have that is the idea that your cybernetics can get hacked. 
And in Ghost in the Shell, Motoko Kusanagi actually does that to several people. She hacks her right. cybernetics mid-fight and either disables them or, in the case of Bato, she actually forced him to punch himself in the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, in in uh, in Heroes Unlimited and and any Palladium cybernetic stuff, there is no remote access. You have to actually plug into the limb to to alter any of the software at all. There there is no way to hack it unless you have a physical line attached to it. Mm. So they 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 completely eliminated that problem because there's no Wi-Fi when the game was made. <laughs> so uh, there's, see, there, there's no see, way to remotely actually get. One of the things with Ghost in the Shell is that almost everyone in Ghost in the Shell has the equivalent of a cell phone attached to their brain. Yeah, yeah. So you are you are in you are in you're intimately connected to the internet, which means all of your cybernetics are in danger no matter what. And I wouldn't want cybernetics like that. I couldn't <laughs> trust it. I, I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't do it. That just seems dumb to me. I, I think that cybernetics should be able to be hacked, but not just like from some random Wi-Fi connection, some dude sitting at his at his home. But I think that because it is electronics, well, it, it that, but, the... but but that wouldn't be a common premise. no a EMP grenade. I I would go with an an, 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 yeah. e, an EMP gr grenade that that will that will disable your cybernetics for a number d d whatever rounds. I would go for that. But, or, you know, auto hacking, that's just, uh, no. That's like stealing somebody's horse every time. Or, or yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like you that just gets old real quick. Yeah. Well, um, in Ghost of the Shell, everyone actually had uh, firewalls and stuff to pr avoid yeah, but, being you know, hacked. It's just that, you know, if you're a good hacker, you bypass the firewall. If you're a bad hacker, yeah. you fail. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that, that, I, that's, I, I, that's, I guess that's just not the flavor of Heroes Unlimited. So they omitted yeah. that completely. Shadowrun, I could see it more. Cyberpunk, I yeah. could see it more. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even Shadowrun. even then, while I'm not against taking away player agency, at the same time, just having that always there and knowing that the DM GM could just do this could at any moment, out of his just ass to be a dick. anytime he wants to. Yeah, that's just a, a, Actually, just a constant cloud yeah. over your character's head. In that Cyberpunk is, 2077, that is a genuine gameplay mechanic. You can't actually yeah, hack it. And I wouldn't that's want a, to play that's a computer that game. That's just a, that's just a sword of Damocles that could fall at any second. The DM could just cut that cord, and I'm hacked. I'm like, well, dude, come on! I I bought this. It's supposed to be a part of me, and that that's what I like about Shadowrun so much. You you can't hack cybernetics in Shadowrun because you pay essence for it. You you integrate it into your nervous system. It mm -hmm. is yours. Mm. Uh, it can't be taken that away that... because you paid part of your soul for it. <laughs> yeah. The way I understand in uh, the uh, TTRPG, there, there is actually some sort of like countermeasure to that where, where like your, your party members can like try to save you by counter hacking you or something. Uh, it, because that, that, that hacking mechanic in the computer game Wait, in, in cyberpunk actually came from the books as far as i know the cyberpunk 2077 game isn't out yet cyberpunk red is but the but the actual tabletop no, no, so, so, so game 2077 is the computer version i but, know uh, but cyberpunk uh, the... red cyberpunk there's cyberpunk 2020 cyberpunk red is the bridge i think it's like in 2045 or something like that between the two and then cyberpunk 2077 has had like eight million delays unless it's finally out and uh, and i just don't, don't know so but the actual tabletop game year. <laughs> yeah, the computer game did, but the tabletop game, as far as I know, still isn't out. Oh, so, right, but but uh, the, in the computer game, 
but the, the the computer game has the hacking mechanic because the TTRPG books do apparently are are also going to have the hacking mechanic. Yeah, or I'll have to see like that, that because that would yeah. suck. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I, I I I would not play play a game where where you know you can, you you can make me punch myself like like a like a fourteen year old big brother in the face. It's kind of like how in some uh, TTRPGs they have like spells that will like to, to temporarily cause you to lose control of yourself. Well, yeah, hacking is simply a charm person spell. You exactly you, you you can't make someone kill themselves with a charm person spell. If 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 you if you hack a cyber arm with a gun in it, boom, and you got no control, you're just dead. Well, I mean, it's, it's I like I don't want that. I don't want that. Keep the, your arm. That, if it's that, got Wi-Fi, that, I don't want it. Yeah, that that's that, that that's one of those things where we have like um, rolls to see if the uh, hacking just succeeds and stuff. No, what's going to happen is you're going to get your arm. You're going to have it. You're going to be like, this is great, and then all of a sudden you're going to get pop-up ads all over your arm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the hell i'm glowing here eat it joe's that's great get, get this off here try to hide that is actually something that came up in oh, one of stop. the stop not um ghost in the shell but actually robocop uh because of the fact that robocop uh in the second movie he oh yeah he had all these other directives added in yeah to him that were stupid his job as a police officer was being negatively affected by this corporation who wanted him to do all sorts of bizarre corporate uh, espionage bullshit instead of his actual job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he had, to, had, to, had, had, to, had to grab onto a transformer to, to, to fry out all the ad, all the corporate adware from his <laughs> yeah. head. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, so right. I, I guess uh, I could have sworn that Cyberpunk 2077, the, the, my understanding was, at least when I was following it before the computer game came out, is there's Cyberpunk 2020, Cyberpunk Red was like the the the, uh, the gap Red. to bridge between the two updates it to like 2045 or something. I started reading a little bit of it. And then after that, there was supposed to be a 2077 game. I, I could have sworn that there was supposed to be a tabletop version that came up to date with that, but maybe not. I, I've okay. heard Mike Pond Smith uh, do uh, interviews about it, but I, uh, I, I, all I remember is that he has plans to uh, release more books. That's all I remember. Well, I mean, maybe maybe I was wrong about that. Uh, that 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 history. I, like, I don't follow. I, see, here's the weird thing. I know a lot of people look at Cyberpunk and Shadowrun, especially the early editions that came out in the you know late '80s, early '90s. Like, oh my god, this technology is so horrible. Kind of like we were joking today in Heroes Unlimited about the 640k. That doesn't bother me because I look at it as like a premise. I also look at it as an alternate Earth where you know what. I can add in my own wireless if I want to. I don't want Deckers to have wireless capability because then they turn, they just, they're just doing everything from far away. I like the fact that the Deckers with the cyber, uh, the, the net runners or with the shadow runners, um, jacking in right there and need to be protected and need to be, you know, and, and need to act judiciously just sitting back at home on a wireless. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Seems kind of boring to me, but that—that's a personal well, take. Deckers seem kind of boring to me, but whatever. Well, Deckers, you know, if there's one thing Shadowrun got wrong compared to Cyberpunk, it's Deckers. Netrunners uh, work so much better. It's integrated Great. into the into the system how it works. Great. Anywho, all right, that's that's going to be it. Uh, so uh, thank you, Mar Hawkman. Thank you, Mar Hawkman. Right. See you later. Have a good day.
Later. We let we let those two be on for a little bit longer today, but that's fine. Uh, it's good stuff that we we're talking about there. And uh, like I said, uh, like, subscribe, share. Uh, Shadow and Sun posted that out there for everybody. And you better listen to what he says because uh, he went gun shopping this weekend or something. And you know what? I want to know what's <laughs> going to happen from that. <laughs> so, uh, but with that, I think we go through our proclivities and call it a day. Uh, if you have not followed, subscribed, and shared to both DM James, the basic expert, he was, I saw him make a comment earlier as well. Not sure if he's still watching or with the Shadow and Sun. Be sure you do that. All great channels. Uh, each one caters to a little bit different person, but not too much. Um, you know, if, if you like people a little less ranty than us, um, I think you'll like, uh, you know, the basic expert. He talks about some of the similar stuff. DM James, he talks about everything. He's life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Oh, look at this. And I have delivered to me RPG Digest mug. Thank you very much nice. to my wife. Uh, don't spill. There we go. I can't get on camera. There we go. So you can get a mug. Uh, who is it? Uh, GM's alcove got his and it was nice and perfectly centered. Mine's all crooked. Jerk. Should send it back. Uh, send, send it back. That, that, that stupid five-year-old Chinese kid messed up. I know, right? Um, and uh, like I said, we talked about Shadow and Sun earlier in his channel. So ch check them out. If there's anybody else with the channel, channel on there, you can go ahead and uh, post it into chat. Uh, next day, hey, we always do. So uh, we have Friday Chill Stream coming up this Friday. Barring mm -hmm. anything weird happening, I'm going to be back for the Friday Chill Streams. Yay! So uh, that should happen. And of course, segment three, you know, that's when we welcome people in on this show. So, uh, all right. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? We're showing off here. Nope, don't need that. There you go. Actually, I do this backward. There we go. I want to thank Auburn. We got two, got two subscribers. No, what are they called in YouTube? Um, followers, joiners, members. There we go. Members. <laughs> words. Words escape. We've got two members today. Thank you very much, uh, DM James Crafty, for updating. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, I want to thank all of our super chatters, those who donated some cheers. If you want to back us, you can do so on local stream labs through a tip or PayPal directly, and you get the best of value for your money. It all goes to Heathen Dog right now. Just everything. I like the entirety of my 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 PayPal is just gets donated to him just to keep him on board here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually do you want to know I'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna be honest with you i did have a did use a little bit of legion myth money to buy up everything i could i'm gonna be missing one book and one book only but everything i could from degenesis because it was 70 percent off and i do wow. plan on covering it uh through legion of myth at some point so i use okay. legion of myth money for that the shipping costs more because it's coming from germany the shipping costs more than the books so 70 wow. percent off still cost me a pretty penny after that shipping because it's right. being shipped from Germany. So that kind of sucked. But oh well. It, you know, um, sorry to see that company go out of business. There's one book I don't have. And I'm going to see if Crafty has a PDF of it. And see if I can borrow it so I can print it out on Lulu. If not, because <laughs> then I don't have all the Genesis books. Anyway. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, money goes to you know our giveaways. It goes to you know updating our content for you, et cetera, et cetera. You know? And just keeps us happy enough to know like, woohoo, there's, there's worth to this. People like what we do. And if you don't give to us monetarily, we do appreciate our awesome viewers, our followers, subscribers, our chatters, and our lurkers. You guys, for a few months now, of just keeping that chat going, and we appreciate that. And I mean that yeah. seriously. I don't yeah. like everything you guys say in the chat, but I'm glad you keep us on our toes. And you know what? You challenge us, and that's a good thing. So, you know, don't have to be a dick about it. And most of you aren't. So, you know. Uh, so that, that's good. That's double yeah. good for us. Yeah, that's yeah. double good for us. Yeah. You don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with me. I don't have to agree with you. Just have to agree to, you know, to watch on Sundays at 1 p.m. Central. <laughs> uh, and to see, 
that is our stream schedule. What do you what do you guys uh, do you know? I don't streaming know. Uh, since since Garthon's gonna be gone, and historically we we suck at Gunfire Reborn without without Garthon there. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna play. I haven't I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, he he just told me last night, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to think about it. But uh, I'm I'm gonna talk it over with Sheriff and Mar Hawkman, and we we and we'll see if we can come up with something we can all play. If not, then I'll just play something. I'll, I'll stream more uh, satisfactory for people. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and of course, you can watch our videos here. I like Odyssey the best, Rumble second, and then the other ones. And if you really want to talk to us, really want to let us know what's up, you really want to say, Max, you're a poo-poo face and nobody likes you, you can do that on Discord. Yep. And you'll Always get at least 20% of people going, yeah, well, I get it. <laughs> 20? That's it? I'm doing better. I, I said it. Oh, fair. Yeah. You've been generous to me. I got it. All right. Uh, let's put that up. Okay. Heathen dog, final words, wisdom before we go for today. And, uh, and everybody, and I just want to say thank you for everybody who's watching and I hope everybody has a great weekend. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, the heroes unlimited. Uh, we, we, we spoke about it a little bit. The, the framework of the game is the most important thing. And in heroes unlimited, it is, a blatant superhero game. You're not going to get the fantastic realism. The there, there, there's no, there's no gritty underbelly type thing. It is a comic book game. So you look at it in a comic book game lens and everything makes more sense. Mm -hmm. The more you try and move away from that, the worst time you're going to have. So that goes for any game system. Play the system not what not what you think it should be if if you think it should be something else you need to play a different game you're going to have more fun everyone's going to have more fun just remember that when you're choosing your games mm -hmm.